To camp first? Her life. And by camp, I mean, murder a dude. I mean, what a I good would thing camp. to enter in being live on. Hello, internet! Welcome Hi. back to Prison Minestrad. It's us. Remember? I'm in a cave. Last time, our guys got their asses kicked, but not quite as bad as they kicked the other guys' asses. So there you go, we're down. I don't know, he's still alive. I think that's a failure in yeah, the all of Shit, you I are need still to heal alive. the dog, though. Well, there's a dog bleeding out of the uh, worth mentioning, but. It, it turns out that. Uh, Nick was using the wrong end of his sword this whole time. <laughs> I don't know when you use the wrong, <laughs> you use the right end of it to stab someone through the neck. I think that worked out pretty well. That's so you need remember. to you need to remember throwing knives. That's the important one. Yeah, it's the first rule of fantasy: stick them with a the pointy end. So, in terms of what actually happened last time, after having met up with um, the uh, owners of this vineyard that they have now been sent to take care of. Uh, having scattered around the outside, they didn't s our party didn't see too much wrong with the inside of them being surrounded by some large, bristly plant life. After advancing closer, they learned that this plant life was uh, an animated guard dog of sorts and found themselves assailed with many thorns and needles. Uh, after summarily dispatching them with the use of some of their resources, they found themselves entering the inside of the Wizards of Wine's vineyard itself, and found themselves face to face with a number of rather uh, primitive seeming druids who combated them quite fiercely, and along with the aid of many other plant constructs, outnumbered them by a large margin. I, I believe plenty is an understatement. There was more than plenty, there was a fuck ton to use our. Uh... Good and plenty. Good and plenty. To use our descriptive language, fuck ton. An epic uh, fuck ton, even. An imperial fuck ton. After battling through many of them and uh, removing many flesh from necks of some of the druids, uh, two of them were left over. A very large, imposing man with a milky eye named Galther, and a woman that seemed comparatively well-dressed for those that they encountered. Uh, the man, while much more threatening than the remainder of them... Uh, was given clemency after his compatriot was knocked in conscience, and they realized the fact, and it was suggested that they may be able, allowed to egress if the combat was to cease. Uh, taking this opportunity, Galther left with the, his unconscious comrade, and the fight came to a close. Uh, currently, you all are standing in the rather damaged and uh, tinder, I guess as it were, covered... Uh, main brewing area of the vineyard. There's a lot of various debris and plant liquids. And you can see uh, between a couple of you is the wolfhound you currently panting slowly on the floor. Large uh, holes that are leaking blood on the top side of his matted fur. Gonna cast Cure Wounds on the pup! Alright. It's uh, typically one d eight. It is. I was just because with the level change, I wanted to know what my new spell thing was. Nick is busy yanking his daggers out of people and piling bodies outside. Fourteen for the puppy. Faustus pulls the spike out of his shoulder and uh, nurses it. Ooh, Illyria is low too, but right now, puppy. Illyria, you bend down quickly to you and set your hands against his flesh. You can see the large, dark red holes begin welling up and 
as you set a hand against them, it begins to glow with an emerald green. You can see traces and wisps through the air of animals, woodland, wolves, elk, just at the edges of the emerald flash. As it sinks below the fur, it begins to fade out. And there's a slow sizzle. As you can see, the meat begin filling back up into the small perforations. It's a little less but scar and a lack of fur after a short series of moments. You carefully coughs. <coughs> You're a whine before he attempts to sit up. Shh, no, just rest, dear good boy. Best boy, even she's sitting there petting him. At your urging, he doesn't move further, but sits there weakly. So, as for the rest of you, you're in the still remaining uh, vineyard. The building has been quite damaged and quite a few barrels broken, singed, battered against many creatures. And there are many of the uh, creatures themselves shattered into just varying pieces of wood around here, scattered across the ground. But for the most part, the building seems relatively intact, aside from the smoldering hole in the wall and a few scorch marks along the ground. Did the filmer have some good and bad news for... Uh... For these folks. Good news. We have the house. Bad news, your wine is currently poisoned. Well, we know one barrel's poisoned. Uh, if there's a means to look into the other ones, he'll take a look and see if they're all screwed up. What's Nick's experience with poison? Probably less than your average rogue. Uh, Probably more than your average dude, though. Yeah. It is Nephalia. It's like, it's like living in you know Medici, Italy. I believe the better question is how how uh, experienced is Nick with the wine? Faustus will take a look at the uh, the fittings and see how corroded they are. Wait, is it? Cause she was putting leaves in them. Do they all have those leaves in them? Can we see that? Uh, if you stand up, you can walk up the access ramp up to the upper balcony, which well, like has the overlooking of these large brewing casks. Uh, the rest of them seem closed at the moment, but you could easily uh, remove the lids and get a better investigation of the inside. Yeah, I'll just take a sword breaker and just pop off the top. Alright, uh, it, it doesn't come off too difficultly. These aren't sealed into place. These are made to be able to be removed with uh, out, out much difficulty. As you look in, uh, there isn't too much that stands out to you. How invested has Nick been in the brewing process of wine before? I'm not going to make judgments um, there. But... He's really into wine for the end-user experience. Uh, but with the man making manufacture of it... is not, not his speciality. Well, that's certainly a lot of reddish-purple in there. Boy, howdy. Well, luckily, he has a sample of the tainted wine, so he's going to compare the bouquet of the two. <laughs> One of them's um, tangy. <laughs> Tastes like poison. Roll me an investigation check at disadvantage. It's a four. There's certainly an aroma to it. It's uh, aged well, some smell almost akin to berries. Uh, then you smell the poison one. Well, that's, that certainly smells well-made, scent of fruit. Like wine. You like wine. It smells good. And that makes it more troublesome. You're really uncertain. Oh, come on. You ate the old lady's biscuit. Eat this. <laughs> uh, man, this, uh, is just, this, is, this is just my thing now. To not misinterpret what he just said. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, this is going to just be my thing. Every game, have Axe's character drink the suspect, whatever it is. Uh, 
<laughs> he don't even ask you to most of the time. No, he, no, Declan volunteered for that. Uh, so we'll Nick, Jesus. I mean, if Nick speaks up, I'm sure Grove has some experience. Yeah, I mean, as long as there's not like, you know... We have a dog. I was about to say that was also what he was going to use. <laughs> the dog is apparently recuperating. Uh, no rest for the weary. You can smell while you're sleepy. So he's just going to take all the time. little little bit on like his <laughs> on like his fingers and just lick it. Uh, all right. Um, roll me a Constitution saving check. Take oh. twelve points of con damage. Fall over dead. <laughs> Conrad just. Well, looks I guess in. rolled twenty con damage. <laughs> Lowered by that forever. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Um, you taste it. Tastes like wine. It doesn't seem to do anything at first. And as you roll it over your mouth, you feel a bit of a numbness to your tongue. That's not really akin to what you would expect of wine. Hmm. A delicious, nutty nightshade finish. Uh, <laughs> at that point, you realize enough hey, to guys, spit it out shortly. <laughs> <laughs> what pupils? You look like a goat size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's mother's milk. Fuck. Conrad's just looking in like, would you, would you believe that... Uh, I know a prayer to the angels that does exactly this thing. That that does what? Detects poisons. What? That's Why did uh, you wait for him to... All right. Well... I, I'd have to... I need a night's rest to remember the whole thing, okay? It's, uh... <laughs> can tell you this much. Um, it's got a finish, like a dockside still brew, uh, which is not a normal thing for wine. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Great for uh, dentistry, and that's about it. I, I can purify something if we need to. I know someone who uh, has a business with teeth bought and sold. That is not quite the same. Well, we should probably get our reward for saving this vineyard before they realize that the occupants have undoubtedly rendered it all useless. <laughs> They're still used to it. Uh, Grove will wander off with his like bleeding shoulder and... <laughs> Yeah, Larry is going to limp to the upstairs to keep observing the tree. Uh, he'll, yeah. he'll take out one of those like vials or something that you keep turpentine or shit in for the carpentry tools and just pour a little bit into the cap, uh, pour a little of the, the poison wind into it. Honestly, if I learned that druids were poisoning all of my wine, I would probably throw the whole thing out, regardless of whether they touched a particular keg or not. That's fair. Uh, but we'll let... Well, no, they might not. Yeah, uh, but how am I supposed to? Is there like a like a like a tap anywhere in it? Yes, uh, down at the bottom there is a tap. Yeah, uh, since it's a winery, I'm sure that there's been stuff spilled before, so it's not like we're gonna screw up their floor by just letting it run out. Well, you knocked over one pretty bad when you jumped from the second floor. <laughs> you didn't knock it over at all. You, you it it comes out of, uh, I came yeah. in, I believe. This the, uh... Uh, you, you may want to back away from that. Poison in liquid form is usually poison in air form as well. You pour it out and it comes out like sickly green yellow like the end of fucking Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Ah, the dip. <laughs> Turpentine, acetone, benzene. Oh, the most Innistrad of movies, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> hey, it's noir. It is. And we're basically cartoons. Yeah, kind of. I am a cartoon. The floor is stone and brickwork, and you can see that most of the spaces between it is not some sort of fancy mortar, and rather just mud and dirt. Um, there are a few places where that is thinned out, and you can at least assume these serve as uh, drainways in uh, a given circumstance if there was to be an overflow. 
Uh, a lot of the area around here is stained normally a kind of reddish purple brown you would assume however there's quite a few marks of uh, blood and green so emptying it out might not be the worst idea I can purify it but it... how much can you purify one go um, everything within a five foot square that's really these, oddly specific. These are about ten. These are about ten feet across. Oh, that's God. the drink. All non-magical food and drink within a five-foot radius sphere centered on a point of your choice purified and well, rendered free of poison and disease. I mean, if he he just said how they're about ten foot. That's basically you. That's five-foot radius. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I can do. If you lowered the level of the wine, you could probably do that. Or we'll just go for a swim. I can do three of them. I, I have well, the feeling, even if you unpoison them, the taste is going to be ruined. Just, just offering options. That I oh wait, shit! Of that. No, purified food and drink actually makes it completely non. <laughs> yeah, oh. it, it render it make it shitty grape juice. <laughs> oh, oh Conrad, this is Stensian wine. It was already ruined. <laughs> <laughs> what do you My do with these old fear. grapes? Is Wine and wool are the things that Stensia is known for and actually being good exports. Like, a lot of Nefalia drink does actually come from Stensia. Well, used to, anyway. Oh, I like how okay. fast this is like, let's really make sure that... <laughs> my my only fear is us dumping this out and ruining and killing wildlife. Just just feel free to talk that out in character. <laughs> well, that was Illyria saying it's that. Not, oh, okay. it's, it's, it's not... It's What wildlife? What's living in the rocks? There's grass everywhere, and then there's this tree that I don't like. The I fields say, outside attacked you. I say, you let it be. It, we go talk to the raven folk. Let them handle it. What do you think? Fine. And they weren't, you know, in charge of their own decision. I don't hold it against the trees for being manipulated to do a thing. Good. So we're settled. It was probably easy to outsmart a tree. I'm going to get out of here before a fight starts over tree rights. <laughs> Uh, Faust is going to go look for victory. How many spell slots do I have left? <laughs> is there a spell for silence jerks? Yes. <laughs> I have been, no, I've, I've, been des- I've been desperately awaiting it. <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. You can... Do you have Travis? How many points do I have? I'm at seven out of at... 40, I think. I'm at four out of thirty-three. I'm trying to figure out which of us to heal first. You can you can uh, find Victor. Are you going to just look around for him, or are you going to like actively uh, commune with him to find him? Yeah, he'll just take a look for him before he, uh, you know, uses his telepathic communion. <laughs> communion. He's sitting in a little boat in one of the kegs. Sure. I need to check <laughs> one thing in a book before I answer that. So anyone else, feel free to continue talking for a moment. Where did you get that sailor outfit? How That's likely adorable. do you feel like you're going to be to a long rest? Uh, we we slept not too long ago. Well, shit. I think we maybe consider this. We slept the last rest, night, yeah. so it's been like it, it's been several hours to travel here and then uh, traverse. Like, you had a short rest previous, but... Can we uh, take a short rest and maybe bone up on the rules for using hit dice to heal? I haven't actually... Oh, easily. We yeah. super need to do a short rest, I think. Yeah. Link. So, um, <laughs> Ian is, like, on the edge here. <laughs> Wink. Because when you do a short rest, you get to, what, just, like, spend your hit daily hit point or hit die allowance in healing? Just so, okay, it. so here, here's how it works. In that, 
per adventuring day, like I forget how many come back at long rests, but basically you have a stockpile of your number of uh, hit dice, right? Yeah. When you take a rest, you do whatever normal things you do on a short rest, some like abilities come back and like, and then you may roll any number of your hit dice as you want, spending them to roll. When you do, you gain back the number on those plus your constitution modifier. Oh, yeah. Then, uh, per dice, by the way, I'm pretty sure, but I'll double check that. Uh, so then, once you do all that, uh, like after you take a long rest, a number of uh, your hit dice come back. Not all of them, per se. Okay. So Very basically, cool. they're just a stockpile of the amount of like healing you can do during rests a day. Because eventually, you'll just get too tired that you actually just are not going to be able to do more off uh, guts and whimsy. Alright, then if we're counting this as a short rest, I'll try two of them, I guess. And heal 11. Uh, I'll, I'll spend a hit die and uh, heal off my constitution mod. <laughs> so I think near the end of the short rest, uh, Grimhild's going to talk to... Name escapes me for some reason, even though I know it. Which one? Weird forestman. Grove. Grove. It's a grove of trees. Hence forest. See? I knew it. Hacker. Hacker. Uh, nice. Wait, what? That grove. What a hacker. Grove hacker. Um, also, uh, on a long rest, you so, regain half your hit dice. Yes. Is, and do I you have someone named Hyrule? Half your maximum. And then I also did check Rounded now. Rounded up or down. When you do spend your hit dice this way, uh, well, don't worry about that yet, because you're not on a long rest. This is a short rest. Um, but for uh, each... So when you spend hit dice, you roll the die and add your constitution modifier to each die. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, well, hell, so, I won't roll all three, then. I'll only roll two. How many do you get back per long rest? Half. Half of your, but I'm saying okay. rounded up or rounded down, because I'm, that'll affect how many I end up rolling. It actually doesn't say. Because I have five hit dice. Um... So I would say round. Is, is there a rule rest. in this? Because, like in a lot of games, they're like, "Hey, rounding is a thing." So I tend to I tend round to round up, round down. Round I tend in favor to of the round player, up round, on, uh... I tend to round up on healing and round down on damage. Okay, that's fine. Then I'll do the three then. Um, and then yeah, when you do have a long rest, you just also go back to full health as another part of that. That's cool. And the dog spends hit dice. Does the dog have hit dice? No. Um, not in the same sense. Dog has two hit dice. No hit dice. Oh yeah, given that we're you know in in a strad, we got these dead bodies around. Should we like burn them during during the short rests? I'll be happy to uh, perform various sanctifying rituals. Okay. I'm stealing all the cool. Also, you do having... not burn bodies. That is not a thing that people yes. do in the church. Oh, right. Don't do that. Right. Like, yeah. unless you are a renegade monk, no one burns bodies in Innistrad. It's bad. No, you... What you, if you have good ghost capturing equipment on? Why does, like... Okay, maybe, people... yeah, Necronomicus. You make... Ghosts get very angry when you burn their body. Yeah. You they make poltergeists that way. They don't like you. Um, the thing is, you, like, you bless the body, and then you bury it, and the place you bury it's a graph, and certain graphs have different blessings on them as well. There are a lot of different ways you can take care of a body, but burning is the worst one, basically. Yes. It's, it's Only like if you're really vile. hated are you, like, burned kind of thing. And the yeah. church will never burn you unless, like, later on they had the whole witch hunt, but that's not happening. I don't know. They burn Nick pretty bad. <laughs> God I'm damn it. going to sanctify these bodies, but not the plant bodies. 
Um, no, those are super cool? getting burned because there's a heart <laughs> and we need the to children. Is but there anything super cool shitty. I can loot off these uh, dead druids? Uh, the good item left. So, so firstly, before anything else, uh, Faustus, you were going to look for Victor? Yep. That's what he said. And I, I'm sorry, I missed whether you were saying that you wanted to commune with him or just hunt him down. Uh, he'll just look around first. Uh, he's not down here on this floor after a bit of searching. It takes you a minute or two to make sure everywhere else, but it seems he avoided the area where weapons and spells were being slung. That's right. I figure when he's alone, if Victor's nearby, he'll probably just approach anyway. Well, do you head off to be alone then? Yeah, he'll go up looking. Upstairs, probably. Sure. Um, as you get upstairs, uh, you can look around some of the more rooms. There are uh, quite a few different areas up there. One sec, let me get this. I have to juggle so many different program bits. Apologies for speed. Let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. It's okay, you're doing the full experience with Fog of War and uh, Line of Sight and all that. It's a lot of steps involved. Okay, so there's a winch. Yes. Hey, she's a nice lady. Don't you say that about her. <laughs> Guys, remember oh, when I was in Dungeon World and I did the whole act like stupid light thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that no, was Dungeon World was good. So, as you said from around the uh, veranda, uh, you move over and up and you can start looking through the other rooms. Uh, is there a particular order you look through them, left to right? Uh, probably right to left, because it looks like more of the building is that way. That's fair. So like counterclockwise. Faustus is kind of a Wittershins guy. So, the first thing you notice uh, when you move over there, you see a uh, large winch, as was mentioned earlier. Uh, there's a wooden floor that it's set up upon about, with about a 10-foot square hole cut in the middle of it. And this winch is large wooden. Um, it seems to be in generally good care, but it seems to have marks of mud and blood on it. You can tell that it is blood because it still has a reddish color, but it is starting to crackle and dry. Um, it seems to have been lowered to below where you can see there is a cart loaded up with several barrels that seem to be in relatively good condition other than streaks of mud and a few stray leaves. All right, we'll have to remember to burn those barrels. Well, if they don't look like they've been touched for a little while, then they might be fine. It looks like all they have is leaves on them. Not a good I mean, sign, from, given the circumstances. Is it from trees? Like, are they near trees? Uh, not as far as you can see from this angle. Oh, okay. You want to send one of those giant casks with those spike things to a town square somewhere? As you step into the next room, uh, you can see in this one a large four-poster bed, a uh, headboard with the likeness of a giant raven. There's a soft black rug that uh, covers the floor between the bed and the door, and your feet immediately catch on it. Uh, in the corners of the room, there's a couple of slender wardrobes with a tapestry of a church hanging on the wall between them. It, uh, it doesn't seem like anyone that you would recognize offhand. It's secluded. It seems covered in varying trees and a bit darker colors than would be expected of a Church of Avacyn. Beneath the tapestry, there's a carved rocking cradle. Uh, there doesn't seem to be much in it at the moment. And to the north under a window, there's a plain desk and chair. There's a wooden chest and a freestanding mirror in, the, uh, in a wooden frame over to the side. But what's most notable is upon the desk, sitting carefully and flipping through a book, is Victor. 
he seems to pay little mind to you entering and just is turning page to page. He'll walk up behind Victor and look at what he's reading. Uh, as you look over it, uh, it seems to have careful lines drawn into tables of a sort. It seems to be a manifest. Uh, it covers wine shipments for quite a bit of time. He's turning through it rather haphazardly. Uh, <laughs> you're uncertain if Victor has the capabilities to read physically or mentally. Potentially, yes, but you're uncertain. What are you doing, little one? There was a book. I was wondering if it was important, but all the pages are boring. They certainly do look boring. It looks I like found... a list of their wine shipments. I found a bracelet, though. What did you find? He holds up his left arm, and around the hand you see uh, something that is more akin to a large ring. A bracelet to him, very potentially, but a bracelet to you, or anyone you could ever see, unlikely. Uh, it seems to be a black color, but not black from the metal, black from a tarnish over it. There are bits of silvery color that peek out from under it. It seems well made beyond that, though, as you can see under it, these gentle swerving patterns. They, in the shape of their motion, seem like nature, like animals, but you can't see the actual shapes. It's the emotion, the expression of light, but you're uncertain of that in particular. Uh, there are a few small gems set into it, though. Deep red, not incredibly shiny. They have a light patina across them, similar to the same uh, tarnish that covers the rest of the ring. It's quite nice. I'd like to keep it. May I take a look at it? Just holds up his hand without saying anything. Yeah, he'll take the ring and take a look. Uh, roll an arcana check. Oh yeah, I can do that. 25. Now this is something that he found. This is not simply a ring. It's it's lovely and exquisite in its own right, and if cleaned up would look quite interesting, though it seems almost purposeful the way it's been allowed to tarnish. But upon investigating it further, it seems to be enchanted. It's old, very old, nothing like how the church enchants theirs, binding very small runes across the surface. No, it's held within the gems themselves, holding something uh, like a prayer, but not quite a prayer. But it seems to have the idea of protection across it. Uh, so you know that this is, in fact, a uh, ring of protection. Uh, I'll send you the stats for it. Sure. It gives armor class to people. It, it's pretty simple, but yes, I just didn't want to have to explain it. <laughs> I guess it's short enough. Yeah, it just it requires attunement, but it just gives a flat plus one armor class. Nice. Dibs. Give it to you already had no. <laughs> Give it to the dog. It'll look bitchin'. This is quite something, Victor. It's very nice. I know. I found it. Oh. How would you feel about a trade? What would you give me? I'll make you any two toys of your choice. I'll make you a scepter or a pocket knife or... Do no. I need to name them now? No. Don't you dare give him them. a pocket knife. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Kids will be kids. I, I want a machete. I, 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 I don't even expect to, to get... Now. I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear that. Do I need to give this to you now? If you're willing, it would help keep me alive. Hmm. You are more interesting alive. Thank you. You're too kind to me, Victor. And if you die, you cannot make toys. I accept. Thank you.
he carefully reaches outwards and just uh, pats the ring that you had already taken from him into your hand further. I shall be thinking. I want a piano wire. <laughs> Instead of handcuffs. Six guns, what do you need those for? <laughs> do, do, you, do you want a key for that handcuff? No. Tell me, how stealthily can you hide claws inside of my hands? That, was, that, was, that wasn't the thing. I don't know, but it'd be irresponsible of me not to find out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you give him the pocket knife, I'm not even afraid he's going to cut us. I'm just afraid he's going to sample us. I don't remember cutting my fingernails. Eh, whatever. <laughs> Soon I will have a crown. Did someone give me a night manicure? <laughs> Are oh, you ready good. to leave this place, Victor? Yes. At least to go back with the others? And he just makes... He raises his, both his arms towards you. All right, now pick him up and put him in the pack. He nestles sure. down just enough so that only his head sticks out the side. <laughs> he, wa- he wanted a hug. You two are a bad influence on each other. Victor and Faustus or Josh and Kevin? How, yeah. How, how did Nick end up being the moral center of this party? <laughs> I have good morals. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yo, dog. Uh, I'm a monster that destroys other monsters and anything else that gets in my way. I also destroy the innocent. I differ from monsters in some way that I can't define offhand. I'm a fucking cleric. You're a paladin. No, you're There's not. A you're a paladin. Come now. That's even, that's, that's even no, more strict. I, no, you're right. I, I forgot you weren't. At least you aren't yet on team. Let's go murder the guy we let get away. I forgot. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're not even going to run it by him. But he probably thinks a promise means something. <laughs> Ring of Protection is actually better than I mentioned. Ooh, plus one to AC and saving throws. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Uh, what is attunement? Does that just is that like you know binding it to you? You like, have like three attunement slots to your character. Mm. You are only allowed that many things attuned to you at any given time. Oh, that, that's probably so less more powerful than... objects require attunement. So this basically is like you get three boss items and then as many like okay items as you want. That, that's probably less clunky than having a green spot, a pauldron spot, a glove spot, four yeah, rings. Yeah, basically, but no you more. could, but like, yeah, you could be having like three kick-ass rings. Like you could actually attune three rings of protection if you found them. Hey, um, can can an item take up more than one slot? Uh, not inherently. However, like that is room that someone could experiment with to have something ridiculous that took up two slots. Like I was curious if there was just like some ultimate like master sword level thing that was like all three slots. Nah, the game doesn't do that. Hmm. <laughs> Yet. Um. But so while he was off doing that, Illyria, you were rifling through the bodies of the two oh, dudes yeah, that you had. Oh yeah. Anything cool. Uh, so yeah, as you look across them, uh, they seem to have, uh, on their persons a few small pouches of things that, uh, underneath the brown and slightly green-toned leather, uh, you find there seems to be about three rubies of about an inch across. Uh, I don't think you know how to appraise them, but they seem in relatively good condition. Eh, they're worth something I can trade for. Uh, there are 23 pieces of Electrum imprinted with the same picture of a sleeping sheep. Uh, there seems to be a few pouches full of a mixture of leaves, powder, and broken seeds that you're really unsure of just by looking at it what it would be offhand. 
Um, do they easily seem to be like ingredients pouches or like an actual sachet used for something? Uh, it seems to be a sachet used for something. Okay, I'll keep that. Um, and you find two uh, pieces of rolled up paper on the woman uh, next to the door whose neck was stabbed through. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both rather frayed at the edges and seem poorly maintained if they had ever been maintained. Rough pieces of paper. They're bound up with a small amount of leather on one and the other with a thick bound series of hair. Uh, unrolling the first one, that you recognize these words, but not in the sense that you read them. You're not exactly sure what it is when you read it. It's not some nor old form of writing by any means you know. It's not a language of nature. It's not anything that you've ever seen a human participate in, but you somehow understand what it says in spirit. It's almost a call. Okay. Uh, so you recognize the first one uh, as uh, the a scroll for conjure animals. Okay. And the second one bound up in hair. As you unravel it, it is stiff, dry, but it comes out even denser. It crackles as you unroll it, and the fine dust comes off of it, and you can feel a pull inwards. Not like a magnetism, but more like the cold outside when you're next to a fire. But it isn't freezing. It's trying to starve out anything you have. And as you read across it, this is some deep magic. Magic of the absence of life. Uh, this one is a spell scroll for Blight. Did you say there were only two or three? I forget. There were two. Okay. Um, do I personally know how to use spell scrolls, or is that something a Faustus would know? It's something anyone can do. And in fact, the people who can figure out what they are are the ones who are able to cast them. Okay, oh, so you're saying these are two yeah. spells. These are I druid on... spells. Okay. Yeah, scrolls... you have to have it on your list to cast a scroll. Scrolls are, uh, scrolls are one-use spells that you have to theoretically have on your entire class list. If it is of a level higher than you are able to cast normally, you have to make a check to do it. Okay. But so those are respectively for uh, conjure animals and blight. Okay. Blight, blight is powerful as shit. Yeah, blight's pretty good. But not on undead. So don't try to blight a vampire. <laughs> um, do these count as like constantly prepared like my circle spells? You whip out the scroll, you read it, you consume it. It doesn't actually use a spell slot. Oh, okay. Are the scrolls a one-time thing, or do you just keep being able to use them? They're a one-time thing. Got it. You get one real powerful spell. Remember in previous oh. editions, if you were a wizard or some other, like, book-using class, you could, like, basically tape them into your book, but they'd probably get some uh, out. Wizards still can, yes. You can consume a wizard spell scroll and try and etch it down. You may fail and just destroy your <laughs> scroll, but it's unlikely. Like, you know, most of the time, you will just get it out. Why do we find so much so many more druid and paladin scrolls than wizard scrolls? <laughs> Maybe it's because you killed a bunch of druids and paladins. Whoopsie! Maybe it's because wizard spells are worth casting. <laughs> okay, you know what? Next time you need to cure wounds, you're not talking to me. You're gonna have to go to Conrad, who's gonna judge you so much harder than I would have. I'm gonna, I'll Maybe. trade you a fl I'll trade you a flaming sphere for one of my smites. <laughs> Maybe it's because some just all the wizards get burnt by the church because they go crazy and evil. <laughs> Conrad uh, already had real life mates. So. Finally, um, as you're looking over the man and. Uh, 
his large necklace that has many talons and claws upon it. Uh, near the middle of it, there seems to be a small shard of something. It almost seems like it glows softly. A low red, not blood red, but more fire red. It's very faint, and it's crude, a sharpened edge, but that seems almost in the shape of a heart. It is tied on with some thick hair to the rest of the necklace. You're not exactly sure what it is. The gem was heart-shaped? Uh, yes. Okay. Roughly, and almost as if it was shattered into that shape. Heart, H-A-R-T? Or E-A-R-T? E-A-R-T. I assume it doesn't look like a... a it would be snack. hard to make it look like a male deer with mm-hmm. how it was. Okay. Roughly shattered into that shape. Is there anything I can uh, tell it does? You can make an arcana check. Oh, that's not going to be good. What is my arcana? Oh, okay. Not as bad as I feared. Nope. Hey, Faustus, I need some help. It it feels lightly warm around your hand. It's That's nice. It's pleasant. It's about as far as you can tell. All right, I'm coming. Um, I, I need you to see if you can tell me what this is. I can't quite tell. Uh, yeah. It's like Nicholas. <laughs> Sorry. The 27 on an arcana roll. You take a look at it and roll it around in your hand. Uh, it's rough against the skin, and it seems poorly made for what it is. But from the feeling you have leaking in and the bits of ancient enchantment you can see upon it, uh, it seems to be a charm meant to keep aware in good health. Um, and this one I will also post into the chat once I find it, because I was looking at my physical book as opposed to the... <laughs> yeah. There it is. Ah, periaptive health. As long as you're wearing it, you can't be affected by at least most diseases. Hmm. I suppose that's useful. Not quite as directly useful, but useful. I found this upstairs, and he'll kind of hold his hand up to everybody. Ring of protection. Protection is nice. Yes, well, I suppose I'm somewhat biased, but... Uh, I'd suggest that I hold on to it. I mean, you found it. Fine by me. Uh, I think Grove and Grove are conspicuously absent already. <laughs> yeah, no, you say that and you look around and Grove's gone. Did you guys wait the hour to take your short rest? Yes. But, like, we figure while everyone else is, like, burying bodies and searching for shit. Cool, we we'll just, get to that in a second then. We've got yeah. work to do. Oh, badass. Yeah. Uh, Nick has... has uh, Tried to find a bottle of wine that isn't tainted. Uh, so let me know how that goes, but otherwise. Um, so, Nick, you start looking around for wine, and it's tough going at first. There's a lot of casks here that are scattered around the floor that are either broken or were empty. Uh, if you check into the other rooms, there are large casks, but none that you feel that you can inherently trust. Many of them either already broken or have marks of druids having been there. Uh, make me an investigation check. Uh, 17. Eventually, it strikes you a while later to, after searching above and not finding much that you wished for, uh, to go downstairs. Perhaps there would be more available or something. Uh, as you step down the stairway, you find yourself in a rather damp and uh, poorly looked after stone and dirt cellar. Uh, it seems to be in disarray, many shards of broken glass clinking as you step in along a, with a 
squelching noise of stepping into something sticky. But it doesn't take too much looking before you notice that despite many of the glasses and bottles here being broken upon the wall, that there are quite a few nested into recesses in, uh, in the sides. Quite a few stored in boxes. There's quite a bit of wine down here. All marked with the Wizard of Wine brand, but you see it in a few different qualities, at least. Well, they were paid to at least mostly recover this place. Uh, so they'll just take a bottle of the you know, the, the least uh, good vintage. The purple grape, grape mash. Excellent. <laughs> the, the basically moonshine extract. <laughs> nice. All right. A fine case of Avison's swill. <laughs> <laughs> does, does, does Innistrad have Thunderbirds? <laughs> <laughs> no, oddly enough, they do have Jägermeister. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to fuck with him. <laughs> This is from the, the lonely village of Buckfast. I wonder how this is. <laughs> um, <laughs> One of the few oh, monasteries man. to just, like, out crazy showed up. <laughs> the Jägermeister would be the best Dungeon World villain. Oh my god. The Hunter Master. <laughs> where we have a party where it is a, a Jägermeister, uh, Gustator Buffett, aka the smartest <laughs> lord. I don't know, something else. Oh god, so good. And Nick is the bagpipe bard that he wishes he was. <laughs> it's just Nick again. <laughs> Damn it, I have pitched that concept like five times and no one has ever let me run it in a Look, game. you no! keep on saying this when you weren't with me. <laughs> I'm still not allowing it in any of my games, Kevin, if it makes you feel better for the consistency. Oh. Uh, yeah, you better believe I'm coming around if something happens to Faustus and uh, I put it like 50-50 at best. Oh not, man, I can't wait. I fucking die first. If there's a TPK, the next group is going to be fucking hilarious. Nah, just, nah. Like, the goofy uh, shit that comes out. I, I cannot use the Smorgaslord in this goddamn set. If I die, I'm totally trying Warlock out and just being like some kind of Skurzdag motherfucker. <laughs> Alright. Um, so, before we cut away, did anyone else have anything that they were doing immediately at the vineyard? Or during the rest? You can do things during the rest as long as it's not effort involving just nah. that ritual walking around he'll probably take a look at the machinery just for the hell of it more than anything maybe if anything's going to immediately explode he'll uh tell them oh just one question um in terms of like do vampires dust in this or do they just die like humans uh they leave corpses okay you can tell by declaration in stone <laughs> true facts uh, Faustus, with your investigation of the machinery, there doesn't seem to be anything here that would be particularly volatile. There is a furnace for glass-blowing purposes, but that is really the most dangerous it would be other than the said poisoned wine that was investigated earlier. Uh, however, as you spend a bit of time searching the premises, you do find in one of the far rooms a rather uncommon sight in much of Innistrad, let alone here. Uh, they have a small scale. It takes up about the upper portion of a 10-foot-across room. Uh, a small-scale printing press. It seems set to make a few varying versions of labels for their bottles. Wow. Could finally print Nick's book of poetry. He can get out of this swashbuckling <laughs> game. Get out of the adventuring game for good. <laughs> yeah, he'll go back and lean over the railing. Uh, Nick, have you ever wanted to see something like home? Would you believe they've actually got a working printing press? 
<laughs> you, 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 you had to convince me they could read first. Well, I wouldn't have believed it either. <laughs> yeah, he'll come up and just play with that while people it's, aren't getting murdered in faraway places. It's a large thing of black metal and ugly parts. There are a few places of heat and quite a few marks of ink um, splattered across it in the room in general. Uh, but you see varying designs for labels and simple patterns, mostly showing mountains or sheep. A few depicting uh, the rare dragon that is occasionally a sight in Sensia. But it seems to be in working order and with a few rearrangeable parts, though not as many letters as you might be wanting. Ah, yeah. Here's the typesetting for Dragon's Breath. I think that's the variety I'm currently drinking. <laughs> I forgot Innistrad. No, I wasn't joking when I said Purple Grape Mash. That is the name. Purple Grape Mash number seven. Enjoy. Oh, what happened to the first six? Yeah. <laughs> Rejected. <laughs> Did not pass muster. So, while they're doing that, uh, let's cut back a moment ago to uh, Grimhild. You're talking to Grove, yes? We didn't talk. We just kind of looked at each other, nodded, and started moving. All right. Whistled for the dog. Wow. More patted the dog and then moved along. Okay, well, one moment. Let me gather your pogs. <laughs> gather Do your I pogs? Have a All for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> So there's something I would like to do that involves sneaking, so you'd have to use your one thing. I'm just going to PM it to you, and we'll see if we can make it happen. Sure. Oh, yeah, great working with people who get stuff done, especially when I don't have to do it. <laughs> Let's just mystery science theater this whole combat. <laughs> I, I would. Or maybe Statler and Waldorf, depending on their roles. I'm thoroughly upset that chain light lightning is not a spell that I can learn. What is it, wizard? Not Maybe you should be an evil, an eviler, Drew Dad. Drew no, Dad. I just want to be able to have a vaguely AOE thing. You have so, AOE things. Don't you have like as a chain lightning, lightning? Chain lightning is like super far away anyway, even for a wizard. Chain lightning is a very powerful spell. That's like a six level spell. It's cool. Don't you call lightning from the sky now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but if I get distracted, it doesn't work. That was the most ADD sound. Get up, boy! There's like a pretty butterfly. I'll, I'll just be over here <laughs> stabbing things <laughs> and okay. nothing okay. else. More like I get okay. hit, it stops working. Well, so, uh, did the message go through? What is gosh. happening? Oh, we're okay. Enough planning. If you're gonna do this, <laughs> I mean, where we're going? We're yeah, kinda... we're good. Okay, so after given enough time to rest and recuperate and patch your wounds as best as possible with bits of cloth and <laughs> willpower alone, uh, you step outside. There's no sign of most of these creatures that had been around here previously. Some of them still seem to have remained, but have reverted simply being plants, at least as far as you can tell. They don't move or do anything as you approach them. Uh, if you're wanting to figure out where the man went, uh, you can roll me a survival check. Ooh, I'm good at that. This is exactly what you do. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> this is exactly what I do. Um, because he was carrying someone, is he easier to find us? You have an advantage, I'm asking? No. Oh. He's just really good at hiding his tracks. It just washes out. <laughs> it's oh, okay, Never John. mind. Nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> There he is, <laughs> pretending to be a tree. 
Grove better <laughs> grab her weird bone-like hair barrette thing and bring it back to Illyria. Oh, don't worry. You'll you'll be getting presents soon. You just don't Yay! want to know where they came from. <laughs> so, I have shitty enough morals. It doesn't matter. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I love that this is after the earlier earlier argument about being a moral center of the party. Um, you guys suck. So, uh. You step out, the sky is starting to get darker, the storm is growing heavier, but it's simply more rain rather than thunder and lightning as it has been previously through Spellcraft. It takes a bit of searching. Um, Grimhild, you do your best to find any marks of where he might have gone, checking the paths you feel he might have taken. There doesn't seem to be much sign whatsoever, but Grove... You understand the woods, and you understand men of the woods, men who don't want to be found, and that just makes them easier to find when you're looking for it. You find there are tracks blended amongst mud in a way that makes them seem just as splattered and pieces that may have fallen in there in the first place, dirt scattered astray by wind and rain. But no, it's careful, precise. But with that, noticing that, the precision is something to notice here. It is careful enough that you can follow each footstep. At the rate he was going, carrying something, and his wound levels and confidence, he couldn't be too far away, especially with the fact that he most certainly would have needed a rest as well. You know you'll be able to find him. It leads off into the woods, away from the encampment. We'll just get that, that cray smile that he's known for, which most people don't actually see when he's on a hunt, and then just point it out to Grimhild and start following and then when it looks well judging by that i can guess when we're about to jump on him or be within like uh, a distance from him grimhild grove turns and gets your attention you can see him waving to you of that he found the trail it's subtle but he makes motions but you can see upon his face is a smile a smile that you are used to seeing from other things not necessarily him the type of smile that isn't merriment but is more a show of teeth He's found the trail, though. So, you follow it. Are you attempting to stealth along out of that direction? Yes. All right, you can roll me stealth checks. Uh, once he's within a certain distance, I believe a certain thing's going to happen. Yes? Yeah, I mean, but we still need to stealth to see if we are loud in the woods. Oh, that's not good. Actually, wait a second. Um, what would my AC be without armor? It's just nothing plus dex, right? Uh, there, well, he has spells and shit. AC doesn't matter. I'm gonna before we get too close. It is, I believe, ten plus dex. But that's fine. I'm temporarily AC twelve, but he most well. He did two things. One was melee. One was lasers. So I don't know. <laughs> I think it's it's better to be able to stealth. Oh yeah, you're fine. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a good episode. <laughs> what sort of armor do you normally wear? Episode. I believe it's scale mail. So it's kind of like just a heavy coat, but it's inlaid with stuff like that. So it takes you a while as you contemplate your stealthy approach, but you take a moment after noting to Grove to doff your armor. It's noisy, the act alone, the metal clinking against each other, only it all drowned out by the beating of rain. But given enough time, uh, you carefully set it against the building, and prepare to fall out into the woods. Uh, and what did you guys get for stealth? He got a 22. He got yeah, a nat 20, 20, and I got a 17. Gotcha. One moment. You follow the trail. 
It leads out through the woods. Everything is continuing to be covered. Every track, leaves, mud, the marks of rain, they seem to obscure it in that perfect way. It takes a good 10 minutes, more when you consider the time it was to first to briefly find the trail and then remove armor. But uh, you begin to notice as the steps turn into two. And as you see it become that, you lower yourself to the ground, your dog, ears flat against his head. And you can see ahead of you amongst the leaves and trees in a small copse is a flame, a small campfire. You can see against it in the trunks of the trees, forms, bodies, dark. The light doesn't do you well, but who else could it be but for them? If you got closer, you would be certain, but from here you can already tell that this must be where the track, the tracks were leading. Yeah, Grove will look at uh, Grimhild, make the motion, and then do a sweeping motion with their finger. Grimhild clearly probably knows what this means. They've been on a hunt together. Yeah, she'll go around. Uh, flank. And then, when he's in range, he's going to pull out the bow and initiative rolls, or what? Well, I think we have surprise. Do, do you not want to cackling first? No, I do. I was just asking Max what, oh, okay. what, what, the, what, the, what he wanted. I'll tell you when initiative rolls. Okay, cool. Yeah, he'll, he'll get within range, um, probably just outside uh, behind a brush of bushes, and then he'll uh, pull out his bow and uh, just, uh, it's not actually this, because it's, uh, he's going to cast Silence, but he's going to mark it where the arrow lies, since it's, uh, what's the actual reading? Yeah, it's a range of 120 feet. He'll definitely be closer than that. He'll, he'll mark it at the center of a, the, um, where the, where the campfire, and then cast Silence. And, okay. And basically while he's doing that, I'm sneaking up to try to get behind into the big nerd. I can describe what silence looks like, or at least Give what me he. A moment. Um, that's not the one. That's the one. Are we going to be by that our favorite side of the road? Oh no, these poor fuckers. Uh, so Grimhild, whereabouts were you heading? The other direction, completely behind them, or? Uh, using the trees as cover, I was probably trying to get like back here, so I could step up and do a thing. All right, feel free to drag yourself there. Alright, and then it just has one action, so components are verbal and silence, concentration up to 10 minutes, range 120 feet. Great, okay. So, Grimhild, as you step around through the mud and trees, carefully masking the sounds that would come up with the dirt being raised with your feet, you shuffle along, pushing between leaves. They don't seem to have noticed you other than the crackle of the fire and the sound of the rain. As Grove, you encant to yourself. It's an old prayer, but a simple one. You extend a hand out towards the fire, and uh, with a simple motion, how does this look to you? I know it involves a white as a color, at least. Uh, yeah, he, he pulls the bowstring back, and he focuses on the fire, and he uh, thinks about... Um, two infants and kind of conflates them together so he gets this bright uh, greenish-white color to his eyes. Uh, he thinks about first the first time he saw snowfall in the Uvenwald uh, when he was a kid and how the, the air was muffled and he couldn't hear anything and it made everything both 
calmer and quieter and it made a lot of things uh just not move and then he also thinks about the first time he heard a howl pack outside the village when he was little and how that made everything even more quiet and still no one dared breathe or make a move and uh for fear that they would come in he completes those two into a point and lets it go as you exhale the last prayer, a simple line of mist leaves your mouth cold. The temperature is the same as always in Stensia. It's always chilly, but this is freezing. You can see the crystals in your breath as it leaves. There's no notion that it succeeded. No flash of light. You know it did. And Grimhild, the first thing you know to notice that it has been completed is the sound of the fire stops. The man uh, moves slightly towards it. Tilting his head to the side with only a fraction. What do you do? Grimhild steps up behind, uh, having grabbed uh, a noose hanging off her belt, which I think I mentioned earlier. It's strange, uh, not quite cumbersome in her hand, uh, naked blade in the other, and is to loop it around his head and then put a boot in his back. Uh, roll me an attack roll at advantage. Uh, 22. You loop it around his neck. He is taller than you, and you are a tall individual. He is one who could contest a bear for size, but you have taken down things larger than him. You slip up behind him with noose in hand, the rough old rope from it. This is your trinket, yes? One of them? Yes. It's the weirdly heavy noose. Yep. You bring it down with a large pull and a slight jump. It comes around his neck, scraping against the sides of his dreadlocks. You tighten against the back of it. Uh, you tighten it as you move upwards and swing your weight down, putting a boot against his back and shoving him forward. You hear no noise, but you feel his throat strain against it, the muscles to the side, a gulp, searching for air. Uh, when you were saying you are doing the boot, was that going to be a separate attack also? Uh, it was more to make sure that the noose got okay, nice that's and part tight. Of that action. You do have a second attack still, if you'd like. Um, Being a well, first I'm going... So, yeah. Uh, if the noose is tight, then I will attack with the sword. Okay, make an attack roll. If I can. Advantage. Well, I don't know. Oh, I do have an advantage on the offhand because it was part of the first action, or no? Yes. You, you get advantage okay. on this attack. Uh... Yeah, that hits. So it'll be 1d6 plus two. Is he holding anything? His staff? As you take a look at him, drenched in rain, you do notice that in one hand he does have the large staff. It's still blackened, but it doesn't seem to be quite as dark as it was with the clouds earlier. Okay, I'm going to do a disarming attack then. I do 10 points of damage. And what is the thing for him to resist the disarming? DC 15 strength. Oh, wait. That would actually be DC 16 now, because our proficiency went up. His large form before you now restrained by the noose. You take your other hand, the silver sword that you had tamed earlier in it, and without wasting much time whatsoever, you plunge it into his back. You feel the point go through meat, gristle, scrape against bone. The sound of it would normally be unpleasant to most. To you, you're used to it at least, but it's strange not hearing it whatsoever. He wrenches against it, trying to pull himself away. His motion's not panicked, but concerned. 
In his attempts to grab at you, though, his hands go wild and his staff falls to the side, splattering amongst the mud. Uh, now I need you both to roll initiative. Okay. Well, did I get my extra attack as well? Or was that just because I was, I was going to ask offhand? Oh, yes, you get your extra attack as well. Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, this one will also be with the sword. Uh, is this an advantage or no? Uh, yes, it is. Oh, okay. Then I do hit. And I could push him into the fire. That'd be kind of funny. Um, if you did so, you'd have to let go of the noose. What would that? That's what I'm saying. Like, can I just use the pushing attack, but not actually move him, but tighten the noose more? Uh, I'd say yes. Um, it might not be okay. as effective as actually shoving him into the fire, but yes, you would still have the noose on him. That's fine. I'd rather not let go of the noose. Although I probably could let go of the noose because it's tight, and so you'd have to actively loosen it rather than like yank on it, which would take some time. But I think I want this guy to strength. I will do that. Oh wait. That's right, I keep forgetting that's not a d6, it's a d8. What'd you get? 13 damage. Okay. 16 if he wants to avoid, I guess, being pushed. Although I don't know if that... This, I don't even know how that'll... This, this would not be a good time for him, to be, for him to be pushed back five feet. Let's see. Okay. Basically shoving him into the fire. Like you're shoving a nerd into a soda machine. As he struggles against your blade... You pull out just enough to be out of his reach for a moment before you rotate it still in his flesh, the meat twisting, as then you shove once again further. You feel his form strain against the noose, and you see blood trickle heavily out, the back, out his back, the large hole you've carved now coming out in gouts. You pull back. The shove was strong, and you prepared to push him forward, and the noose tightened, but he doesn't seem to have moved much of anywhere, bracing against the ground. He follows your movements just enough to try and avoid it more, but it's not doing too much to his avail to avoid the noose entirely. However, now firmly aware, his compatriot stands up, and uh, he continues to attempt to writhe against it. Now is initiative. Okay. I won't action search yet, although it'd be kind of great. Oh. Aww. Okay, 15. 12. One to send the result of this roll to the turn, Dragon was like, okay. What'd you say for Grove? 15. Grimhild, you can feel as the man's breath begins to steady, still thin because of the amount of, of force you have around his neck, but more focused, less panicked. He raises a hand up to it and attempts to work his fingers under the heavy rope. Uh, roll me an athletics check. Oh, Got an 18. He tries to worm his fingers underneath it. Uh, but you pull tight, once again, just leaning backwards, your weight pulling this already heavy, thick noose firmer around his neck. You see his head jerk forward and with a motion that you would know is a cough, but still the sound of barking doesn't escape him. Still, it seems he is unable to pry himself away from your grasp. Uh... Let's see. So that brings us to Grove. Uh, dog goes first, and does that count as his action this turn? Has he acted? Uh, the the nope. That was surprise round for casting silence. Acted? Oh, the guy? Yeah. Yeah. That was his turn. Okay. Um. Well, the dog will go first, and he will. Let's see. He's got forty movement, so we can go. Can you go here? That's thirty-five. Counting that as an extra five for difficult terrain. Uh, how fast does Doggo move? 40. Yes. Awesome. Yes, so Doggo will 
you will go over here and us uh yeah attack what's this guy's name where why don't i have that in my notes galther galther g-a-l-t-h-e-r yes yes uh seeing this guy struggle uh grove will just nod towards galther and have uh and you will haul ass I don't think anybody's actually seen him move a full 40 feet before. Um, and then just rip into the guy. I bet he looks kind of terrifying jumping over the fire. And he has yeah, advantage yeah, on the yeah. attack because of uh, having an ally near him. Yeah. Um, 20 plus 4 plus 6? At 20. <laughs> you know, maybe that'll hit. <laughs> Roll 2 plus. It's 2d2 plus. Yeah. So double the dice, that would be 4, 6, 11. Uh, okay. And then it's a DC 11 strength check, or he gets knocked prone, which I think is bad for him. Oh, <laughs> Your dog is the gallows. Grove, after seeing the man reel backwards, so hearing nothing as you planned for, you make a motion forward, kind of a uh, jerking point. And you hear the splashing noise as you launches off forward, sprinting through the mud and grass and leaves. And it's loud for a moment. You intended, you already have the advantage, but then it quiets out as soon as he enters the bubble. You watch as he leaps over the fire, barely tickling at him, as then he sinks his fangs from the dive into the side of this man's chest. There's a large chunk of meat that you're certain would have a ripping noise accompanying with it as he tears through the hide armor and comes off the other side it held in his mouth use mouth dripping the weight of the blow would have knocked down a normal man but a man of this size he stands there still choking uncomfortable clearly unhappy definitely but standing still Oh, yeah. Then I guess it's my turn. Uh, it's actual Grove's turn now, and he'll see this. He'll take a couple of steps forward so that he can... Let's see, I can go 30. He'll go... He'll take a couple of steps forward just in case the woman somehow reacts and has a chance beforehand. Is she prone or standing up? She is standing. Oh, well, seeing her stand up, uh, he's going to shoot an arrow at her because we don't want her reacting in, uh, to the situation. And I get advantage because she hasn't acted yet. Oh, right. I forgot you had that. Oh, yeah. It's no bueno. Um, let's see. Advantage. First attack on attack rolls against creatures. Yes. Ten? Yes. Plus 10. 25. Yeah, that'll hit. Roll. Does that include damage? The advantage is not a thing you get on damage. Okay. Darn. Um, 1d8 plus 5. Rangers get an extra attack, or is that basically their doggo? Uh, the doggo. The doggo. For, the, for the unearthed arcana, it's the doggo because he's terrifying. Yeah, he did a good job of fucking damage. Oh, don't worry, because he gets another attack after watching me attack. Yeah. And that's 10 damage to her. Jesus. As she stood up in panic and attempting to look at what to do, you let loose an arrow, don't, not giving any time or thought to it. You don't need to. You know how to shoot, especially prey that doesn't know you're there. The arrow sinks into the side of her collar. You see the it waver from the force of the blow as she takes a half step back and shock across her face. Uh, emboldened by your action, uh, <laughs> you gets to attack again. One d or two plus five. Not twelve d eight. Not damage yet. Firstly. Okay. 
And actually, remember, it's not 2d8 he rolls. Uh, it's 2d4. That's still, yeah, sorry about that. Why do I keep Doesn't matter for the first bad. one, but... Well, yeah, because I rolled under it. Oh, I look at hit points. My bad. I fucked that up. Uh, roll, <laughs> roll the d1. Nice. D20 plus 16. He still has advantage on this attack. Oh, God. 21. All right. Yeah, that'll definitely hit. And which one was he attacking? Uh, well, Grimhill, he'll see, he'll, he usually attacks the same thing that Grove hits, if only because okay. he understands the situation. So he'll see that, and, you know, the when she takes a, a, a knee back, he'll lash out and grab it like the calf or something to try and knock her down. Um, boo, 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 do, 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 four plus five. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> I'm glad all the ones are coming from the damage. Knock on wood. So, you, having just made a dive past his maw full of meat from this man, bites down, some of it going down his throat. He growls, the motion doesn't go through. He cocks his head confused, but seeing the arrow, he still is trained what to do. With a shaking silence that would definitely be the same ferocious growl, he makes another dive, biting into the thigh of this woman. She's unprepared for this as well, and as he pulls back, his weight out strips hers, and she falls to the ground, head next to the fire. Grimhild. I'm gonna stab him. I'm gonna stab him super hard with a sword. You must stab. Do I have you have him at a disadvantageous position, being that I am behind him and strangling him? It's not great, but no, you don't. Okay. Well, I think that will hit. 25? Uh, that'll hit. Uh, 10 damage. Okay. Uh, why don't we just get all the attacks out of the way first before I go into describing anything? Okay, offhand attack is going to I'll be... I'll tell you if it kills him to transfer to the lady. Yeah, uh, offhand attack is strangled, I guess. Okay. Uh, does not tighten it, it looks like. That's a 10. Yeah, that doesn't hit. Roll for third attack, because second... Yeah, extra, extra attack. 19, I'm assuming, hits. That will hit. Okay. And that's 11 damage, so 21 total between the two. Great. So, uh... How are you tempted to sail him further? Just continue plunging the sword into his back? Basically, like, as close to a shiving motion as you can get with a short sword. Ramming it in, pulling it out just far enough, realign the tip somewhere else to just try to hit as much of his insides as I can. You wrench the sword backwards and push it forwards once again. The same vibrating feeling of bone and flesh being separated. You attempt to impale them again and again, but in holding in place, you can't get it far enough out to truly do this, and instead you saw through a good portion of his body. You feel as you start cutting up into essential organs, things that you know he couldn't live without. He stands still, but you can feel the tremble in his legs and how he is barely supporting himself. You are now more covered with blood than dirt. Um, I just, I don't want this guy to be able to do... Well, actually, he has to take his action to stop strangling. So I won't use my action surge yet. He doesn't have to. Yeah, but I think he's probably low enough hit points where he definitely wants... That is true. I just wanted to, I just wanted to correct that as a misconception. He doesn't have yeah, to. Yeah, he could probably, like, from Hell's Heart, stab at me or whatever. This is when he power bombs you into the fire. Off the top rope. See, I can take that hit. He'll still he'll still strangle and die. So you're done. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Uh, the woman now on the ground looks up to the man Galther above her. She mouths something from your position, Grimhild. You can't tell Grove. You're too far away. But it's short. You see as she holds her hands to her face, 
and her form begins to shift. A green light crosses over her. It's subtle. It's not glowing. It's low. You can see as she narrows, though, her clothing beginning to mat against her body, her legs vanishing together, her form shrinking. As her head begins to rise once again, her tongue flickers out. Blue, purple, black. Color of her skin now green, her scales now green, her eyes green and thin. Now a snake, she turns to plunge back into the forest. Uh, roll an opportunity attack if you want for... Actually, no, he can't. He uses a reaction to use the follow-up attack with you. Yep. Uh, but she was prone, so she would have to use half her movement for getting this up. This is correct. I need. I don't have an icon for Snick Snack, so... Snick Snack. Um, Just put an S over her name. Uh, both of you can make me perception checks. I have perception. I think I got it. 18 to 23. You see her writhe from underneath you and slither out through the mud and the leaves. As she ducks down beneath one of the pools, Grove, you, you lose sight of her whatsoever, but Grimhild, from your angle, you can now see her rise among some roots tangled in the tree next to you. She continues facing away. Um, I to sick the snake. Stick snack. Snick snack. I guess, yeah, I guess the doggo should make uh, too. Yeah, that's true. Plus, let's see, four perception plus six. Yeah, <laughs> twenty-five. Okay, yeah. You carefully watches, just eyes tracing along the path she takes, not even shifting. Uh, the man Galther, he stops shaking as much. He stops pulling. He bends down just enough, the straining further against his neck, to put his hand against his staff. His head is pull. He then lets his head fall backwards, the force of the noose pulling it. You can feel his Adam's apple bob against the side of the rope. Silently, he raises the staff above him and then swings it in an arc, trying to swing it with a heavy reach behind himself. That is a 16. Does he at least have disadvantage? Yeah. Oh, geez. Well, yeah, he's going to hit with 16. That is 14 piercing damage. You feel the spikes and sticks and branches dig into your flesh. You feel the wind taken out of you. But as it does so, you see him sink lower, straining against the noose, but not in a embittered, fighting way, in a way that his weight is simply pulling against it. Grove. Doggo first. Um, we'll make it attack. Uh, dog will attack and then move to the snake. Yeah, first he'll he'll, he'll notice that uh, you will look and see that uh, this guy just took a massive prickly uh, stick and whacked uh, Grimhild in the head, and he remembers that, so he's gonna try and bite the guy because that shit hurt. Okay, go for it. That'll hit. Yes. And then that is roll two d four plus. How does you kill him? Uh, as the guy overextends to hit. Um, Grimhild in the back he uh, either through concentration on trying to strike the target or uh, uh, just in gen uh, or just the lapse of absence opens up his throat and you goes and uh, with it kind of pulled taunt 
and ready just kind of goes and digs across the lower part of the jaw to the top of the Adam's apple. So there's just this hole there. Or there's just just nice wide gaping maw with the noose still held tight. You leaps up. His teeth sink in silently from the middle of the throat to the top of his jaw, and it rakes across. Ribbons of meat come along with it. And as you falls back to the ground, the man and his entire weight is held now against the noose. No strength holding it up. Then with that job done, he's going to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 intercept and get on the other side of Snake Lady. And with him pointing out for Grove. Do I get disadvantage for hitting a tiny target? Uh, I don't believe you do. Just the, her armor class goes up for being small. 20, 20 plus 10. Um, at this point, um, I guess he'll use his reactions to Hunter Mark because, no, this is definitely... We're not going to let him get out of the circle or anything. If you use your bonus action, yeah, that'll stop your silence. But not that that matters. Yeah, at this point, she's a snake. So we'll just hear her scream at the end. But yeah, he'll he'll end the silence and then focus on the snake uh, now that uh, you is able to uh, give him a little clear shot and notice the... Uh, what type of markings are on it? What type of snake is it? Uh, you can't see too well from here. Um, and you doesn't know how to recognize snakes by sight. It's green, scaly, large fangs, heavy brow. That's about as far as you can tell. Okay, he'll, he'll focus on the head and uh, just take an arrow to it to try and cut her off. Uh, what's that? Extra 1d6. 23? That'll hit. All right. 20 plus 1d6. Jesus, that would be nutty. Plus 14 damage. Seeing now the small target marked by your dog, you calmly, without passion, pull back an arrow. You feel the feathers tickle against your face, and you let it go. There's a sound now. Silence gone. And you feel it, as you know it marked true, connect into the back of the snake's skull with a pop in the air. Her body resumes to full size, and you can see the arrow sticking out the back of her hair. Uh, and yeah. Uh, There's no well, need for a reaction, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Okay, wanted to make sure. Uh, yes, Josh, uh, what ended up happening was uh, since you DC, um, the dog, as he, uh, the guy that hit you, overextended, uh, wasn't paying attention, and with you still holding on to the noose, the dog just raked across his underjaw up to his Adam's apple and just ripped out his throat. Bit of ribbon upwards. Cool, cool. Noose is a little bit heavier now. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. You pull back the noose. It's red, brown, black from the blood. But as you raise it up, it doesn't seem to drip. And the noose feels lighter. I think that's worse. <laughs> she replaces it on her belt uh, and starts taking this dude's shit. And also tries to remember if she knows anything about how these dudes uh, do their burials. If it's like a sky burial or... They are in. Like they just toss them in a tree. They are incredible heathens. They burn their dead. Not that you necessarily care about that per se. Maybe you do, but they. I want to prevent them from becoming a different problem. You know, if it was not for that, then the traditional thing would essentially be a cairn of sticks. They normally light that aflame, but that itself is what they do. Burning them make ghosts or rage spirits. Most a a decent amount of the time, it's theorized. Not everyone can confirm it. You can pretty much confirm it. Yeah, no, I'm going to make uh, Canada Sticks and all their shit. Grove watches that and just is like, I'd prefer to string it up for the birds, but... I'd prefer not to have angry ghosts haunt this place. 
That's true. As you loot his body, though, it's damaged and scratched <laughs> and has a few holes in it. Uh, he had wore a very special set of heavy hide. It's black and has markings, uh, lines that are shaped out like claws. Uh, it wouldn't take too much work to get it off. Um, opposed to that, he doesn't seem it's to have much else on him except for the Blackwood staff that still continues not to produce any of the strange swallowing of light that it did previous. I think uh, I'll ask Grove if he has any use for the armor, and I'll probably just give the staff. But yeah, is that all he has on him? Or like, I guess he probably doesn't have money because he seems to be more uh, idealistic than the others. That is all he has on him. Did you say about the staff? It is not producing the same black darkness that it was before, swallowing of light. Um, Yes, that is all he has on him. Um, As for the woman, uh, as you begin to look about her person, uh, you find a pouch on her, first of all. You find uh, she has an entire belt of pouches held underneath one of the curls of dark leather. Uh, They seem to be filled with uh, various herbs pastes, powders. Not sure of all of them. A few of them are empty. Uh, Some of them seemed rushed. Uh, You do find one, however, that is heavy and clinks. And as you open it up, you find ten pieces of silvery metal with the image of an angel emblazoned across it. Uh, So you have ten platinum. Um, As well, in uh, she has a bottle at her side of a liquid that is red, striated with a more rosy color. They go in lines. You're not really... They don't really seem to mix, but they don't separate entirely to the top either. Uh, As you shake it, it's quite thick. The jar itself seems of nicer mix than they'd probably find out here, but it is sealed with a wax uh, covering that has a single feather set alongside it. Um, And then finally... uh, in her hair, you find a large bone, piece of bone, sharpened, smoothed. It has thin carvings marking of owls and snakes. Uh, it seems very well made, and you can feel a, almost static when you touch it. But you're uncertain what it does, unless you would like. Uh, did she, didn't she have... Maybe I'm misremembering it. Didn't someone have a... a, a precious gemstone necklace? Or is that one oh, dead and we've already that gathered correct. that one? Excuse me. She also does have a gemstone around her neck. Simple on a band of leather. No. Uh, Grove will try and identify the liquid, but this other stuff, the gemstone, the sharp bone pendant, that's all for Illyria. That's her job now. Sure. Roll me an arcana check for identifying the liquid. Oh, man. So, side note, I can have the dog be proficient in anything. I'm very super tempted to have him be proficient in Arcana. He wouldn't be able to explain it to you. Yeah, he'd be like, it smells good. It would be funny as hell, but yeah, you wouldn't be able to explain it to you. Nah. Um, It looks nice. You shake it up, it doesn't really separate much. It's kind of thick and sloshy. It's kind of cool looking. You can't really tell exactly what it is. Yeah, bring it over to Grimhild and shake it. Any idea? She's clean. Shrug. Probably Illyrio or um, Faustus would have a better idea. The summer might work for you. It seems... I suspect it's not uh, your standard leather. Yeah, thanks. I'll have to test it out. Then yeah, I guess we'll head back. 
I pat you, because he's a good boy. He's happy and covered in blood. Maybe not in that same order. Yeah, like... <laughs> he whacks, I think... Your mark of your hand trailing against the top of his head leaves another <laughs> large streak of red against his top. Yeah, she looks oh, down at herself and is like, wow, I really am a Bloodborne character. <laughs> <laughs> you eviscerated a man from behind, so... Yeah, yeah like up. So, yes. And yeah, he's She's taller than you, so about... like neck down, you're covered in black-red blood. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's considering that they probably should get somewhere she can take a bath and get her clothes washed. <laughs> At least her armor's clean. Sort of. Did I have showers in the age before? Oh, James, welcome to Underwaterville. See, I bet you I bet you the ground floor actually has a washroom. They just haven't explored it yet. So, um, do you head back or Yeah. Yeah, we took their stuff. Uh like the like a set of caring for them so that they don't become shitty evil ghosts and uh leave. Like, she's not out of, like, any sort of piety or kindness. She's strictly utilitarian about her burial needs. I, I think Grove, on the white walk back, will ask for the uh, the staff, if only because, you know, he'll just be like, may may I present that to Illyrio, just so I can explain the importance of what we, are, what we did. Sure. Thank you for the assistance. It's rare to find somebody with the same drive. I mean, if I count one of us as assisting... That's fair. No, but thank you. And then they show up covered in blood. You can probably smell them from the doorway. Also, no, it it's just occurred about... to me. I literally got no loot from it. all. All of it is being carried by Grove. That's fine. I expect a discussion will it's... come in when he clearly has killed something. It's been about fifteen minutes or so for the rest of you there. Um. You've seen not hide nor hair of Grove nor Grimhild. Illyria is mostly concerned where you went because he probably needed more rest. Oh yeah, the that that's also right. The platinum like Grove will just get up and like slap it into Grimhild's hand and just be like, "I don't need this." <laughs> so yeah, like where is everyone when we show up? Just fucking drenched. <laughs> Grove's fine. I guess it's just me and his dog. That are just fucking. Did anyone do anything covered. in that remaining time? Yeah, the rest was basically She's just done. resting. Yeah, if they're hanging out at the uh, vineyard, Faustus will probably sit at the uh, desk in the master bedroom and be uh, yeah. writing. Illyria may go look for like a washroom to wash up in. Did anyone search the bottom floor? Not the basement, yeah. but the. Oh, um. What well, that's who's who's what is someone doing? Oh shit! Sorry, I thought I needed my bed. <laughs> Um, search. Yeah, well, you know, he's just kind of not even really a proper search. He's just kind of meandering around, just taking pulls from the bottle of wine. As you explore the rest of it, you find some more wooden casks. Um, some of these seemingly untouched by the dirt and any marks that the druids really might have had in these segments. Um, a few more areas of procurement, specifically for stomping grapes. Uh, a segment for tooling the bottles on in the first place, general repair. Some stables, currently empty. A cart that is loaded up and ready to go with all the barrels that you saw previously from above. A few different staircases to access places, and outside there is a well and the outhouse. Um, how's the well? Like, if I take a, you know, if I pull up a bucket... Uh... It doesn't look dirty, at least, more than any other well, anyway. Okay, I mean, he'll take a bucket in case anybody's water for something, and... Um, yeah, other than that, I don't know, maybe, maybe get some of the, uh, 
elemental corpses and stick them in the hearth and start a fire or something. <laughs> Although, a little, little curious looking around, it's like, oh, like the dog was on death's door, but it's gone. That's, uh, hey, um, uh, Faustus, um, they up there with you. What? With, with you, not with the dog. Is, is the dog or any of them up there with you? What? No. Yeah, Conrad is going to check out like the basement and stuff. Uh, you find the sticky, shattered remains of many of the bottles of wine. Uh, there are still quite a few that seem to be in relatively good condition. Uh, make me an investigation check. I'm all right at that. Hey, Max. Yeah, what's up? On the map, I'm doing the dark green circle thing. What are those like terrain things supposed to be? Looks like one sec. On the basement. Oh yeah, the the coral reef looking thing on the north side of the basement. Yeah, what's that supposed to be? Looks like where the basement was dug out. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was just curious. It looked weird. Let's see. Fifteen. Wait, investigation. Yes. Sixteen. You look around a bit. Uh, the wine stocks don't seem to have been completely destroyed, as you got at first glance. There's gonna be a lot of cleaning up there down here. They'll need to be. Um, really, most everything seems relatively normal down here, except um, you find a hole in the side of one of the walls where it narrows out to a hallway. Um, and as you push into it, you can feel air coming through it. It's incredibly stuffy, and you can see past into that space that was pointed out just a moment ago. It's dirt, and as you get a air full, make me a constitution check. Constitution's not bad. Um... These traps are going to do you in. I'm fine. 15. Uh, there is a uncomfortable choking feeling you get from in there. Um, and you pull your head out, then just get some more breaths, even of the stagnant cellar air. It seems to have been something moldy in there. The spores haven't reached too far, um, but it wasn't pleasant. However, for the amount of time you were able to look in, you did see uh, something in there. Um, there was light. It wasn't bright, but there was light. Something pale, a sickly green. What the hell? I'm going to be unwise. Um, I'm going to find some cloth and dampen it and put it over my face. Get, try and get a slightly closer look until I like, at least distinguish what the thing is. Sure. Uh, roll me once again constitution check, but at advantage. Natural 20. Sure. And, and a 5. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing about that natural 20, huh? Yeah. Um, you push in further. Uh, your broad shoulders don't really fit through the boards as well as you'd like, but it takes just a bit. <laughs> they uh, give way under your force. Um, and you find yourself back in there. There's a yellowish layer across most things here. Um, that mustard color that some inquisitors have gotten used to as seeing as a fungus that grows the some cellars, especially uh, some places around tombs. Some sort of some sort of man-eating fungus? Not quite. It's nothing, it. <laughs> it's nothing sentient, but you know it grows on decaying organic matter, and it uh, is toxic. Not incredibly so that that's the one breathing that would instantly die, but it is not something you would want to stay in. A few unwary uh, guards have died to it before. Sure. But you mentioned something sickly green? Yes. As you move to the back, you see a tangle of brown roots. There's quite a few of them. You realize that now you are at the bottom of the tree that goes to the home. Oh. And you see stuck up against the bottom of the tree, there is a large 
large for what it is anyway, nail. It's simple, crude, just hammered out into a square shape, the head only being what wasn't flattened down. But as it across its surface that's somewhat gray but with streaks of brown, you see that there is a pale green across it. Uncomfortable dark green, like swamp water. So there's a squared off nail in the roots of the tree? Yes. And it's covered in green stuff. It is faintly glowing with a sickly swamp green. Well, in for a penny, in for a pound, right? Okay. I'll, um, I'll take a handkerchief from my pocket, wrap it around the nail, and see if I can tug it out. Uh, make me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. <laughs> oh boy, I'm, I'm okay at that too. That is, uh, 15 again. <laughs> oh wait, the saving throw, I have proficiency in that. Which just adds to your proficiency mod. 17. Okay. Uh, you pull. Don't, like don't you have nail. a plus three now on proficiency? No, I, I must have miscounted the first time. It's definitely 11 plus six. Um, you pull back against the nail. And you feel it tug against this, the uh, grit of the tree. As the grain, as it slides against the grain, you feel something at the edges of your head clawing this noise, a faint, shrill sound, nails across wood. Well, that's a pretty normal sound to be hearing right now. But <laughs> with an increased tenor, the sound building into a shriek until you're hearing it as a ringing in your ears. The nail slides out. The sound stops. Ooh. He does the sign of the Avison cross and uh, steps back out with the nail, looking at it in the Basement light. It isn't glowing. Not anymore. It seems normal, rough, hewn, um, heavier than a normal nail. It's The front of it is sticky, from where it was covered in sap. Uh, with my smith knowledge, do I recognize anything about the material? Uh, no need to roll. This is Electrum. Hmm. Does that have any, like, significance in terms of, like... It's a Stensian resource, pretty entirely. It doesn't really occur many other places. Sure, and it doesn't have any, like, natural magical qualities that anyone knows about? Not as far as the church knows about. All right. The church, really, the only gold they treat is, I mean, the only metal they treat as being special is silver. Gold is valuable and used for many things still, but silver is the special one. Sure. You're going to go upstairs not knowing that just a second earlier, uh, Groven's, um, Groven Grimhill were thinking the same thing. Faustus, Illyria, I have a liquid that needs identifying. Hmm? This is a nature, nature or arcana check. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if it's an arcana check yet. <laughs> what sort of liquid are you looking at? I missed the liquid part. Didn't you say there was a green liquid smeared on it? No. Or was it just the electrum was green? The sticky sap. You, and it was some green. sap. Yeah. Oh, it's sap. Okay. You're a sap. Hey. Um, well, I'm going to check out what's happening with the tree. <laughs> Do I feel any difference in the tree now that he's denailed it? Uh, is the tree okay? I don't know. Nailing a tree is an unforgettable moment. <laughs> Get a lot of splinters on your dick. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Max. <laughs> I love that this is happening because it will distract from like <laughs> just being like, no, guys, everything's normal. 
Illyria, now alerted to something coming from the tree, you move to it and press your hand against it. The feeling of spirits writhing inside, the intense amounts of mana held within, it seems to have dissipated. Not gone, but mostly. It's fading, steadily. The chaotic, not-so-good, potentially evil use part is going away. As far as you can tell. She'll just sort of nod and look back at um, Conrad. What did you do down there? Yanked a nail out of the base of the tree. Just just a nail? He shrugs. If you want to examine it further, go right ahead. But and It's not even a special nail or anything? It's probably a special nail. Give it to Faustus. He knows that kind of magic probably better than I do. Faustus, come get this nail. <laughs> Give us an Arcana check, person who's good at Arcana. Are, are you kidding me? I'm not a carpenter. I'm a carpenter than you are, and I couldn't figure it out. All right, fine, if you couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I know it's made of Electrum. I'll, I'll look at it. Could fetch a nice prize. If um, it this happens. Because I'm curious. Like... One Electrum. Yeah, you, are, you have arrived now, entering through the doorway. <laughs> Everyone seems distracted over something. Okay, so the doorway, like, past that workshop, or the front door, or which door is this again? What door are you coming in? That's true. What door are you coming in? I probably walked past your horses, so I like step up here. And is everyone in this room still? <laughs> For the most part, I, I came up to. Uh, you came up through the, the basement, so probably basement, right yeah. around here. Did you go I'm up, at the tree, so. Did you go up to meet uh, Faustus, or did you stay? <laughs> um, Call him down. Sounds like you just <laughs> were shouting. No, I went. I went up to find Illyria. Um, I'll say I was here still because it's on the first floor, easy access and whatnot, and I'm probably sitting by the tree, wondering where the I almost, dog went. I almost patted your horse's flank, but realized that it'd be super up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably over here. Yeah, I'm probably, like, carrying my... I don't get too much blood on it. <laughs> I walk in and, like, drape it along a, across a barrel. Yeah, that, uh, that, that nail smells like blood. Huh. Yeah, because this will come back down. Hello, Grove. Grimhild. Hello. What did you do to that dog? <laughs> I pet him. <laughs> well, neither one of the He licks your seem, fingers. Seem to have produced all that blood. Leaves hunks of throat on your hand. <laughs> <laughs> She'll turn to Grove like, he was just healed. He's still fine. You should see the other person. Dare I ask? What other person? Unfinished business. Then hands Illyria a big old pile of shit. Ah. I Including the, the staff. <laughs> the staff, the hairpiece, <laughs> the necklace, the paltress, everything Rip except for like the bottling nose. Revere comes out. Revere comes out. I believe like, I'm starting to understand. That's fine. She kind of like what? Stumbled under the sudden, like, gift. Like, um, I'm gonna have to spend, like, a while doing a couple of nature checks because I didn't check the other poultices that I grabbed either, but. I think there's an angry man pointing a sword yeah. at first, so we'll do with that in a second. Yeah. What did you just do? I don't oh. an issue. Nick, 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 Nick. We can use our words. Worth noting, Grove seems the same as when he left. Moderate amount of dirt, a few marks of leaves. Grimhild no, no. and his dog, if, if, however, are covered not, in blood. 
blood or not, it's him handing over the trophy that clearly belonged to the dude I just parlayed and that's with. that's fair. I just wanted to point this out. It was worth noting. Yeah, no, it, this was going to happen because Grove is not subtle. Well, I mean, somehow the, the guy who didn't sully his hands directly is not any less guilty. Obviously, uh, Conrad, words aren't going to work. Yes, well, I doubt You gave your word and you kept it. On the other hand, we're not party to that oh, deal. <laughs> no, you're right. You just benefited when I saved all of our lives by ending that fight early because all of us were swarmed by those things. And now you just walk out and... Oh, not how things you deferred done. a problem rather than solve it. We're not them. We have our word. We have our reputation. <laughs> we have judgment. What? <sighs> where you're from, those are useful. Not where I'm from. Faustus will sit on the stairs and watch. <laughs> now, I can see he does have a point, fellas. He did make a promise, and you made a decision for him. We did nothing of the sort. There's a reason. He's a man of his word. He'll keep it. Good for him. Nick? What? Just trying to keep this calm, please. The rapier. Lowers it, but doesn't shoot them. Thank you. Now then. Ma- Max, tell me about my new presence, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, you have a stick. <laughs> it's pretty much just a stick. You have a stick. You have a needle thing. You have a potion. Yeah, looking through those things is probably not the best idea right now. I mean, I could start explaining them, but I think I'd ruin the tone. So. I mean, Illyria was going to ruin the tone by being like, huh. If you want to figure out what they are, make Arcana checks. Are they all Arcana? Even That's how poultices? magic works. <laughs> I was thinking nature on the poultices, at least. Sure. Roll me nature. I'm better at that. No. 24 on all the nature poultices that I've gained today. There's a few thin poisons. Things that aren't necessarily strong enough themselves, but in large enough quantity are. Uh, there's a few things about clearing up mild conditions take some time. Most things here are medicinal in origin, even if some in toxic medicinal as a sense. These things aren't immediate. There are healing herbs, but stuff that would take time to apply over a while. Strong shit, not quick shit. Good. Basically. It's medicine. It's real understanding of the woods. Real actual medicine. Not this magic bullshit. (laughs) Basically. I mean, I have an herbalism kit. I can probably make some of this. Is this how we're going to deal with more? The man, former man, we're trying to kill because he takes things rather than reasoning or bargaining for them? Are you going to let him go when you're in a spot of trouble so that you can walk away? I won't become him in order to fight him. I'll tell you that much. What, do you think I sucked their blood? You think I'm a being that feasts on the... I'll kill him, and I'll use the means at my disposal to do so. That's all there is to it. I believe the crux of the issue here is there was a lack of communication. I don't think there was any. I wanted him to be able to keep his word. He didn't. Oh, yeah. I'm sure your consideration for me was at right at the top of his list. Whatever you've just done. It was probably about three or four points down. Right. But it was there. <laughs> right. Yeah. After, you know, murdering them and taking their things like a Havengul thug. I'm certain that I haven't go thug the good of the surrounding towns and peoples when he beats up a miller or a haberdasher. That's exactly what these men were, obviously. Just going about their business, sacking wineries, trying to destroy civilization. If you don't mind. Think moment. 
that those men were anything need of killing, you're wrong. There is there is one salient question, though. If that's how you felt, why did you let them walk away? Leave Nick believing his... Well, I know that's a point of contention right now, but why did you let make Nick make his deal and let them walk away before hunting them down? Honestly, I was weighing my options at the time. I expected to be killed by a bolt of lightning right then. And that certainly was an option available to him, an option that he did not pursue, given the situation. Or you could have been swarmed by the dozens of those things that were at his command, but you weren't. By the nature of his beliefs, he would not strike a deal that he intended to keep. The only reason left was because he feared for his life. Do you think someone like that believes in the niceties, like honor? They believe in nature, red in tooth and claw. They believe in killing or being killed. They believe in fleeing if you're going to die. His word meant nothing. If, if he believed you were doing Nick no wrong, why did you leave silent? He thought the rest of us might not agree. But she, she thought the rest of us may not agree. And she'd be right. I don't think most of, most of you have the stomach for this work. If you had spoken it over with me, it would have come and helped. Of the smiles quietly. I'd not have you stain your honor, priest. I made no promises. If you don't believe your honor is stained, why is mine? <laughs> Grove will smile at that. Ah, so that's how you're so old. When it comes down to it, regardless of what I believe here, I need you all. I need you all to help me fight Mora. And if it means not letting two of my comrades go alone against powerful druids, I'll help if necessary. I wouldn't have gone alone if I couldn't have done it. Uh, That is a good point. While ethics are of question here, your prowess is certainly something. I have no doubt you had the skills to defeat him, but all it would take is one heretofore unseen spell of devastating quality, and it would have been over. And that's why there was Grove and you. Right. But if you're saying you're willing to get your hands dirty, then I'll certainly invite you on any escapades that we end up going on. My only condition is I don't want to work in the shadows. Anything I help with, I want everyone to know about. From above, there's a <laughs> fluttering noise. There's that. Ah, <laughs> oh, the tree's flying away. As a raven perches on the edge of the balcony, and you look up, it is not alone. There's a few there, scattered amongst the rafters. One watching you very carefully, though, forefront from the rest, large. Valeria will lift a hand and see it's to come down. And she'll put some meat on her as well. It doesn't move. But it tilts its head, not to the side, forward, like a single nod. The glinting black of its feathers shine as it tilts forward and then back up. Then it turns away and, once again, the <laughs> as it flutters out, the, out one of the windows. Perhaps it's time we speak to employers. Everyone is satisfied enough to not ruin one's lives. Yes, mustn't look bad in front of our employers. Grove will nod to where the bird was. That's all the thanks I needed. Uh, why work? I just walk up to them and stab them in the throat and take their coin. For unconcerned with morality here. Grimhild marches up to you. Hold on, hold on. Wait, the dog? No. <laughs> the man who just compared her to a wanted. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Grimhild, before anything else happens, why don't you and the dog go out and take a bath first? Conrad has been ready to stand in the middle of this shit. <laughs> why don't you? He never realized that this is what he was born for. She's going to stand close and stare you in the fucking eyes. 
uh, um, but instead, uh, God, say, if you believe me a wanton murderer, kill me now, save others. If you don't, then silence yourself. Either follow through with your convictions, or don't, because if the rest of your words carry no meaning, then what the fuck good is a promise? And she'll stand there and wait for you to either stab her or shut the fuck up. At least I have medicine he stabs her. I'm not going to stab her. Exaggerating to prove a point. What point? Please elucidate. I don't... They're Do you think what I did was banditry? Much closer than I'd like. And I suppose ambushing vampires is bad form because you're so used to dueling them. Monsters don't deserve honor. That is for civilized men. They were civilized enough to understand my words and to walk away rather than continue what almost certainly would have been our total destruction. And yes. If it was certainly our total destruction, they would have killed us. I'm not certain about that. You're not from here. You don't know. Do they have weeds and nephalia? Grove is like scratching his beard. Yeah, yeah, we just don't have trees. So how do you get rid of a weed? Do you take off a head? Or do you actually have to get rid of the whole root and everything? May interject here. By all means. The issue, I don't believe that... I don't believe the issue is that Nick believes you did wrong by the druids, the poisoners. He feels betrayed that you went behind his back. Am I right? I I believe a man or woman's word is worth something. And your refusal to even... You didn't even have to ask. Just... You didn't even announce that you, you crept out like bandits. And I think it might be because you're afraid of judgment. And I'm wondering, you know, maybe you should think about why you did what you did. Because that's how it would work where I'm from. If this is a misunderstanding because of cities, I will tell you next time. You do what you must to survive where I'm from. And I did what I must. They didn't threaten you. You can say you were protecting other people, but this wasn't about us. Grove, how long does it take to lose a man's trail? Depends on the conditions. Say these these conditions, for example. These were very good conditions. I mean, it's not every man that can build a stick man, much less catching them in the woods. So perhaps fighting them was a matter of life and death, but leaving without taking the time to talk to us was not. He just, like, rubs his eye. He just rubs his brow. If I need to ask permission to leave like a child, I will do that. That's not what this is about. It's not about asking permission. Then what? Do you want to be informed? I'm I'm not good in these situations. Grove, we're a team. An unlikely one, and one that's not used to being one. But this bundle of loners has come together into something more. And we do each other a disservice by going off and acting alone especially with so much on the line. Were those men thorns in the side of Stefan Marr? Did we simplify his life by killing them? Isn't that what we're all here for? Out of character. Do the guys fuck with vampires at all? Yeah, how do, how do druids feel about vampires? Well, no, Unnatural not, abominations. They, you would know that if Moore didn't want them around, they would be gone. He has a lot of control over the Outland Valleys, and like, unless you are part of civilization and therefore have strengthened those numbers, you would be gone. Where did they get the platinum is probably the best answer to that question. Yeah, I'm just 
They're a small enough group where if he wanted them gone, he would have gotten rid of them. The only reason that man can survive in this area is because we have the strength of civilization to keep us safe balance. The very thing that they are trying to uproot from its foundation. So no, his side, they're a tool in his kit, were. And she's just going to fucking walk out because she's done with this conversation. Where are we going with that, Faustus? We're here for more. That's it. He gives you a bit of a glare. Really, you have no other motives than fighting Mora right now. Whatever ends in his death. I'm certain that is not the only thing weighing on your mind. Allow the protection of the people to weigh on ours. Look, if they're working for more, all right. I'm fine with it. I'll look the other way as many times as I have to. He tosses the nail in the air a couple of times. Oh, that's what you wanted me to look at? Right. Yeah, let me look at it. Do you think Grimhild's coming back, or do we need to find her? She's going to wash. She better be back, or she better leave the cross here. She won't leave. You have a, you have a decent point there. <laughs> she has the wife sword. What did you roll on uh, Arcana? Um, also, what's its actual name so I can fix that? <laughs> Arcelia's cross. Uh, much worse roll this time. Only 15. That's still good enough. <laughs> there is... You wouldn't even call this magic, per se. It is. It's not natural. It's not... Well, it's natural in a sense, but it's not natural in something you would simply occur upon. This thing is filled to the brim with a horrid mix of black and green mana overflowing from it. To penetrate it into something is to let this loose. Unholy vitality, wailing screams, and turning trees into something. You're not exactly sure what. But the force overwhelming from it from captured, bottled spirits is something bizarre. Something that would take quite a bit of force and skill to create. This is the deadliest innocuous object I have ever encountered. Yes, did I mention where I found it? I take it you probably found it in the tree. Right. Well, as near as I can tell, it would cause the tree to grow, but generally speaking, by stabbing anyone with it, it will shriek and it will drain the vitality from whatever you stick it in. Give vitality to whatever you stick it in with, actually. Oh, wait, oh it gives? I thought you meant it, it dealt one damage to the, to the target and healed the wielder. Nope. Not Other way. Yeah. Excuse my syntax. I wrote this quickly. Also, this is worth notable. I bolded one thing. <laughs> I didn't mention make this like more explicit, but that is a strange word choice that I use right there. <laughs> That's supposed to be suspicious. Thank you. I didn't see that. What is the size rank? Like the size medium of to object? large. Oh, like okay, yeah. okay, I didn't know if you meant something else or just like how we talk about creatures. Damn, this was a big fucking tree. What? Oh, me me medium to large isn't a big one. Gargantuan to colossal is a little bit bigger. It's pretty big. <laughs> this went from what large to gargantuan? The tree technically uh, large, large to huge. huge. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, huge. Okay, so what? You stab it again. Does it go to gargantuan? No, it's only when it's planted. Oh, okay. Yeah, for, from my perspective, what the hell does marking it mean? You don't fucking know. <laughs> Not okay, good. So it's like, you know that much. It's got something weird. So there's like an unresolved it, trigger as part of the it, enchantment? You know as much that it would relay this mana outwards, almost as a beacon. 
You don't know to what or for what or what would even notice loose mana in the air. Maybe a worm, but that's about it. And that's not even a good thing on its own. You don't know what beyond that. (laughs) You spoiled the nail card, but we don't know what the mechanic does yet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess we got art and uh, casting cost. (laughs) But uh, look at it. So it would, while this is in a tree, I think it would not only summon spirits, but just spew energy out like a beacon i'm getting close like a trigger i don't know I'm getting very very close to designing to just destroy the damn it is certainly worth a thought it's outside of my realm of general expertise i know green mana in theory but it's not exactly what i've lived perhaps my dog knows <laughs> grove says kind of <laughs> like just dangling his legs behind one of these things <laughs> studied color theory for three years but it's not the same as living it. You hear is a little attuned, let's say, to this type of <laughs> Did stuff. Did you actually get Arcana for your fucking dog? Why not? Because cre- <laughs> it's hilarious. My fucking dog. <laughs> yeah, he's got to look at it. Grove doesn't have Arcana. He's got to look at it, roll a 20, and just be like, nail bad. <laughs> we can't talk to the dog right now. But yeah, no, he was just like, yeah, hey, maybe yeah, I can. Do you, yeah, do you wave it in front of you's face? No, he's gonna. He he'll just make the offhanded comment and be like, "Give me a rest, and I can see if there's more like this around." So, well, comrade, I'll leave the decision to you. But I certainly can't think of much use for a nail that, when driven into a tree, will make it swell with shrieking spirits and cause it to spew green and black mana out. Yes, I'll hold on to it to the church. The other parts are comparatively useful. Well, oh yeah. So if oh, so if it's stabbed into a person, it would also stab into them. a person. Yep. It does one damage and gives one d four plus five temp HP. Uh, if stabbed uh, into just an object that isn't a tree, it creates an unearthly wail and frightens things. Oh, okay. Those are three different uh, three different abilities. Well, I guess if you do need it, if you were to stab someone with it, it might give you some amount of vigor. Fair use. You know what the functions are. I'll leave it to you. We'll take it back, look at it with a frown, wrap it in the handkerchief, and put it in a pocket of his coat. So, Grimheld, you were walking outside? Yeah. Just Is there like a stream or a well or something she can... There's a well right off to the side. Okay. Yeah, she'll head over there and basically just not wash her shirt in the well, but get some, like a bucket up or whatever. And yeah, sure. Um, blood out of her clothes. And also, it's raining, I guess, right? So that'll yeah. help wash off a little as, bit as she's, you're doing yeah. so oh okay. sorry did you have something else no just yeah she's basically just taking a quick like towel bath and cleaning her clothes a gotcha. little as you're doing this you hear over the patter of the rain a, sh- k- sh- k- a dragging footstep uh but you do hire to set a lump right yes as you turn to the side you can see that man this green cloak and uh gray beard, dark skin, and the many shiny baubles around on his person. You can see a cloud of ravens circling overhead, black dots shining very briefly amongst the raindrops. Quite a bit behind him, there are the other adults that you saw with him before, um, but running in between them in circles, kind of carefree almost, splashing through mud and puddles. You see some children that you didn't see before. There are a few of them. Uh, four of them in total. Uh, well, three running, but one held in the woman's arms. A uh, young, uh, young baby, it seems, held in her arms. The other one's young. Uh, one 
early teen at best. The other two, uh, seven or six, they run and romp. They seem elated as they splash through the puddles, dressed in simple green and purple clothing. If it's clean enough, she will toss on her like shirt. Um, where are they coming up from? The road in this direction. Okay, well, the... I was at the well, so... It's just off to the side if you look at the map. The well is just, like, off to the side of the front. Like, they're coming far enough out from the road that you can see them. Like, you are over here, and they are coming from, like, you know, back this area. <laughs> okay, then, yeah, she'll toss some of her clothes on real quick, I guess, if they're clean. Otherwise, she'll get... Just throw your armor on. That's clean. <laughs> You'll just be squishy and see... No, that, then she'll be a creepy flasher. Um, <laughs> it's incredibly damp, and it's still dark, but it's clean enough that it won't stain your skin. Yeah, and she'll head over. I mean, it's pretty damp anyway, given the hole. I am to presume that you're done, then. I suspect that. Thank you for saving us the trouble of coming and finding you. <laughs> yes, it's done. They won't, be, they won't be bothering you. They poisoned some of your wine and did something to your house tree. Is it well, then? He looks upwards. Uh, you can see his, his neck cranes back, attempting to look at the dark leaves of the tree, shaking in the breeze and rain. I'm not certain, because I wasn't there for that. She didn't say the last part, but basically... <laughs> And the wine, how much of it is? Uh... Brewing kegs, definitely. Uh, the other three, I'm not certain. We'll cleanse as much yeah. as we can. We can rebuild. We can remake. But that is because the place is still standing. Owe you a debt. I appreciate it. She nods and says, I'm glad we could be of service. He nods back. I have some trinkets I'm certain you could have interest in. Uh, some have monetary value. I could set you up with a fine amount of wine, I'm certain. Give you something safer to drink out on those roads. Anything would be appreciated. What about the rest of you? Are they still inside? They're inside. Yes. Preparing to head out and find you, I believe. <laughs> they were taking their time. I thought it might be prudent to move. To be fair, uh, they did give us some trouble. <laughs> Need to lick our wounds, as it were. But you survived. Also, Good. they're adventurous, so they're snoopy as hell. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if she says that for real, but something along those lines, but more grimdark. I would have, I would expect it no other way. I just hope my ledgers are intact, and what little we have else not entirely pilfered. <laughs> I think they have weird little handprints on them, but are... Ledgers are good except for tiny print hands. <laughs> they broke all of my pots and took all of my jewels. <laughs> my rupees. Also, my human hearts that I kept why in jars. Why are all my chests open? When they returned 30 minutes later, I just barely replaced all my pots. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, he sets a hand, uh, what, a motion that it would be to your shoulder, but he is squatting, leaning over on his stick. So and he describes my boob. <laughs> shakily pats the lower part of your arm. Uh Make me an insight check. Okay. I, I don't have it trained, but I have it. Ooh. Nope. <laughs> Unless for whatever reason I have advantage on it. How are you ever going to recognize the real monsters without insight? Uh, well, that's why I have investigation and perception and animal handling. I ask a crow, and if the crow's like, oh yeah, fuck him up. <laughs> fuck him up, man. <laughs> if, the, if, the, if the crow becomes man, my hype no one, man. No one Grimhilding Grove gets along. That's how he's been doing his shit, except he can talk to his dog. His hand rests for a moment, but after a tension in his hand of a steady reassuring, he then shuffles his stick forward and begins walking inside. 
I almost offered to go in first so that they didn't attack him, but they're more likely to attack her, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so inside, uh, what has been happening there? Everyone sits around uh, in awkward silence, I assume. Illyria uh, ran off during the argument. She's kind of hidden herself in the upstairs. Oh, if you, if you came outside, Grimhild would have also helped like, clean him off a bit. Um, Conrad is going to go to the tree and perform whatever, like, spirit-soothing rituals he knows. Yeah, I guess uh, sure. take a look over those items that are still sitting around. Yeah, you can make me a couple more arcana checks, and, uh, Conrad, make me a religion check. I'm pretty good at those. <laughs> nat one, nat one, nat one. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was really good at practical inquisitor, not like the inquisitorial theory. Fifteen even. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, solid B minus in Inquisitorial. <laughs> oh, look, it's okay. <laughs> I passed Team my grade. Complete. I was allowed to graduate. <laughs> I don't know how to exercise a tree. <laughs> did great good, make yeah, sure but seminary was rough. Well, well, actually, I'm going to ask Max. Do I know how to exercise a tree? <laughs> um, you don't need to. If you talk to me, I touch it. I tell you things. No, well, that I'm, tree's I'm, a little I'm, fat. It needs a couple of minutes on the treadmill. I'm going the churchy way. You move to the tree. Um... And as you kneel against its trunk, uh, you place your hands together, head in prostration. Uh, what, uh, what sort of prayer do you give? What is this like? I'm certain it's to the uh, host of herons. Yes. Um, name's escaping me. Sorry. Sigarda is the angel. Yeah. Sigarda so provide rest and respite rooms to the afterlife. Things of that nature. Okay. Well, they're also like not just. Geists. Yeah, also, a lot like, of, there are a lot of right? natural green spirits is worth noting also. And you would know this. These are not uncommon. But there were deaf but as far as you could tell, there are in equivalent mounts other spirits in there. You pray. Your prayers sometimes in combat and sometimes in intense action and even sometimes in peace and quiet, but in grave importance and in darkest nights. You see the light of the angels as it touches upon you. The power invested by Avison, her wards, her church, her symbols. Sometimes, even when you do pray, and it's true, and everything is well, there is no such light. And sometimes there's a time in between, when the light does not shine, but the power is there, and you know it, you can feel it coursing through your hands. It's gentle, like a caress upon the cheek. You don't see anything happen, but you feel as it coasts across the edge of your bones across your chin you don't see anything happen you don't know if anything happened you felt like it happened nod mumble thank you and stand back up with a serene smile on his face walking back to the others what'd you get for arcana fastest uh 21 I... then a 28 then a 23 then a 27 jeez right. God, <laughs> okay and handful of 20 somethings this, this yeah, is but... why you do the arcana stuff i'll do the wisdom naturey stuff i literally don't know how to be better at arcana so let's see let's go over a couple Roll of harder you take up the pile of goods that grove has dropped off at your foot <laughs> um Firstly, with the thick black leather, uh, thick black hide, somewhere between leather and fur. Uh, while it has a few holes in it, they seem to be small, and especially compared to the amount of blood that is soaking it. And upon a few experimental stabs and pulling of pieces apart, you see as it mends itself slowly together. It's durable and hard to break. 
Um, as for the uh, wax-sealed jar with the pink and red striated liquid, after giving it a few shakes and holding it up to the light, uh, I'm certain with your curiosity about the dead and the fact that you are interested in at least some doctoral things, even if not entirely medicine, you might have a syringe upon you. Yeah, I've got a full alchemist kit, actually. Yes, certainly. So, pushing it through the cork so you don't have to break the seal, you pull out a thin amount of the liquid, and you release a few drops onto your hand. It has a warm tingle, a beautiful tingle. This is a feeling that you're not really used to. You experienced it. It's a physical sensation, definitely, but it reminds you more of thoughts and emotions. Touching amongst the tip of your tongue, it's melancholy, even though it shouldn't be. This is a filter of love. It is to make someone enthralled with some with someone else. Wow. God damn it. This raises some questions about consent between druids. Also is, does this mean we save it for a hilarious plan? Or does it lead to a funny side episode? <laughs> Don't show it to Grove. Grove breaks it. Sanctity of emotions and all that shit. He broke it. it it's already broken. Finally. Uh, I believe the only other one in question was uh, the bone needle. If he rolled four, that would include the jewel, I think. Ah, okay. I mean, I was just rolling. I didn't know how many I was <laughs> so the staff? supposed to be rolling. I mean, oh, yes, the staff, of course. <laughs> no, but the staff like, would make sense. Uh, the staff... Potion, armor, and pain. Yeah, sorry. That wouldn't be the jewel. My bad. Okay. So, you take a look at the bone needle emblazoned with owls and snakes. But as you take a better look at it, the snakes are low, curling, and the owls are from above, clasping at them, but set upon. But the snake seems calm, relaxed. And this is marked with deep cuts of blue mana. There's green in there as well, but blue. Intense blue. But not of the sort that you're used to, of casting and removing spells, undoing things, creating illusions. This is summoning to create a creature. A bird. A massive bird. But a harmless bird. Uh, I, I will post all these stats in the chat in a sec, by the way. There's a, lot, there's a good handful. Um, and then finally... You take a look at the staff. Though it is out of... It is not swallowing the light as it did once previous, swirling and capturing it amongst its torn branches. This is still an artifact of unrepentant black mana. This is some of... It is not quite as raw or as filled as the nail you meant previously, but the nail was mostly green with signs of black. This is nothing but jet black in the form of a scepter. You know that were it to dig its thorny bite into someone, it could release the vigor it takes from them in the form of healing. Dark healing. Unnatural healing, certainly, but healing. Additionally, presence with someone who knew how has a sway over plants. They will definitely not harm the wielder no matter who they are, but were it to be something that could, someone that with the right expertise, they could create the same plant creatures that you encountered previously. But you know for certain that from that same essence if one were to shatter it, it would kill any of or all of them. Hmm. Okay. Let me go ahead and like start collating these. 
Sure. Uh, if anybody's still in the room, he'll remark on each one as he examines it. All right, give me the bad news. Well, you want the the love potion or the love potion? Staff of pure black mana. It's all bad news, isn't it? Uh this this armor appears to be repairing itself That's as we speak. That seems fine. Not dangerous. Not as far as I can tell. And this one can summon a massive bird with blue mana. What? Not a battle bird, as far as I can tell. Perhaps a useful bird? Listen to Or is it just make a bird show up? Ah. No, you can... Uh, it appears it will listen to you. In fact, I believe it's likely large enough to carry perhaps more than one person. I think I've seen that. One of the feather tokens. Okay, real quick. Was... This in the actual adventure as written, or is this fucking Thunderbolt fantasy reference? Uh, neither, actually. Uh, it's based on one of the items that James actually correctly noted yeah. of a tier that you guys are able to find. Oh, yeah. Also, Grove is in the room silently listening, probably still uh, where he was talking about his dog can smell magic <laughs> like an idiot. Of them, I would say this worth happen. noting. Uh, you can't. You do know that to use this would consume it. One use only. Uh, okay. But oh, one man. bird. This is not a. Yeah. There is but one bird. <laughs> yes, I, I think that the. Sorry, friend. You only get one. But I want recurring rock. Ah. The I needle mean, would be consumed hmm. upon use. Good for an expeditious retreat. I suppose a siege. An assault, if necessary. Who knows? The staff is the one that concerns me most. Not only can it draw the life energy of the target and give it to the wielder, it can create, and in fact likely was what created the plant monsters. I believe that that's what the spirits for the tree were used for? That's an interesting thought. I don't know. It's beyond my understanding of this sort of magic. This seems like one that should definitely be destroyed. Might I make a suggestion? It would be quite a powerful tool, perhaps in the hands of... Always grow. Illyria <sighs> needs to be better. What exactly are you suggesting? Someone's laughing at it. I can hear it in the background. I'm suggesting you. we give it to her, and the moment she... We take them away. Break them. She is skilled. And there's you may find it more difficult to take back away from her than you think. Also worth noting, she's in the goddamn room. Worth no, noting she's... also, while you're here... With it in the presence of you, he is visibly skittish about it. Dog don't like it. He goes on the. Uh, he stands behind uh, Grove, peering away from it, covering his face against the wall. He'll yeah. Grove will kind of comfort the dog. Aliri is the one who can use it. I can't use this thing to its potential. She should be the one to decide whether she'll take the responsibility for what it means. An awful potential. I don't claim to be a good teacher, especially not to people. On you to be able to help her learn if she needs it or not. Because, to be frank, I know if I see her misusing it, I'll just as likely break it without explanation and probably end up with the same situation that happened here with Nick. Though, as a member of the church, I find this disconcertingly close to tools our enemy use. It's no doubt the tool an enemy of the church would use. 
poison is used to kill other poisonous plants. And he kind of casts a meaningful look at Conrad. Yes, I am reasonably so rather skittish about you. This is why I entrust you with this, making the decision if she's misusing it or not. For what it's worth, I'm pretty certain that if broken, any creature summoned with it would be destroyed as well. And it draws in life us. I don't know that it has the capability for storage, only that it may pass it to the wielder. It must be passed on to other people nearby, can't it? Like, he did that. Uh, ooh, I just saw that. Well, oh. I, unless he was doing something else. He did. Okay, my bad. Time a charm is spent, red blood oozes out? Yeah, that's what happens when he did it, too. Cross. <laughs> uh, oh, there is one other important thing. I believe while you hold it, plant creatures like the ones we saw will not attack you. Undeniably useful. Also worth noting, there are more plant creatures in Innistrad than there are necessarily in the normal D&D campaign right. <laughs> So that's actually a bit better than it seems. Alright. I admit, me and the church have special provisions for the redemption and creatures and items. She believes she can use it wisely and justly. I say, let her make the decision. The other staves I took didn't have any cool abilities, did they? Uh, as far as you can tell. Nope. Alright, cool. They look cool as hell. <laughs> they look I really mean, yeah, I mean, they looked cool, but so does mine, so it doesn't matter that much. Druid focuses. Yeah. They, uh, they make things way cheaper and less awkward when you cast things. Uh, yeah, uh, if uh, that grove will just kind of stand up. Should I take it to her and explain the situation? Let her decide with everybody. Growls. <laughs> Fine. Goes back to sitting down. You, you hear, go wash up. <laughs> you hear the sound of a walking stick as it enters into the house. The old man you saw previously, the Martikov man, he steps inside and sets his gnarled brown hand shakily on the door frame and looks over to everyone else. He doesn't smile. Not with his mouth, anyway. His eyes wrinkle at the edges, though. So you are all alive, then? Scattered, but alive, yes. Thank you for asking. Scattered is something that can be fixed. Good, good. It's been a long time since we've had someone from the church do us a good turn. At least two years now. Still. I was, hmm? I was happy to help. I appreciate that. Not many are. Is there anything you wanted for this aid? I promise nothing, so I owe nothing. But I'm willing to spare whatever favor I can. <laughs> he looks at his empty money pouch and frowns for a minute, but then looks back. <laughs> would you be able, would you be willing to at least hear us out on a request for an assistance when it comes to fighting our final foe in this land? I'm not much one for fighting myself. If I would have been, I doubt this place would have been had in the first place. No, but... You commend a respectable amount of positive energy. Oh, do I? That, that is at least my understanding. What do you mean by that? You hold a strong connection to the nature here. <laughs> In a sense, I suppose. Not as much of a strength as I would like. No. The ravens are kind to us. In ways the fields are not since they came. The men, of course, not the ravens. The ravens have always taken care of us. What is it you expect? Well, I don't mean to be so presumptuous as to assume that the, uh, the ravens owe us a favor. 
It'd be doubtful for them to owe anyone a favor, even us. But I suppose when the time comes, if you could entreat them to maybe keep an eye out for us from above. There's silence as he once again sets his walking stick against the ground, takes a few slow lurching steps over to one of the large casks for brewing, and sets his hand against the side of it, patting the wood lovingly. I think we could sway something like that. He smiles, and perhaps a bottle once things are up and running again. I, uh, I, I tried to take some of the low-end stuff. <clears throat> please, <laughs> please help yourself. I don't think we have much champagne left since those Grim, three... Grim, help pucks your head in. What was that, Briggins? What was that? <laughs> I don't remember. You said something? No, I'm kidding. our shit? You wanna fucking go? Hey, put some goddamn clothes on. <laughs> Feel free to take much of anything except the champagne, though I'm not sure if we have any left. Yeah, um, not sure what's available to you, but most of the, uh, the barrels are, or the casks are fouled. A lot of glass is broken. Um, there's still some some left downstairs. I'm not sure if there was any... Was there any champagne left downstairs? Oh, when you looked around, there were two very dusty bottles. Yeah, you got, you got two bottles of bubbly stuff left. <laughs> well, then one for all of you to share. We gotta just save, in hopes we can get the seeds back. Oh, he was pocket and pulls out the nail. If you see one of these in a tree, it shouldn't be there. He eyes it, tilts his head up to get a better look at it from where he is. No, I wouldn't suppose it. He nods up at the, uh, probably returning to normal tree. <laughs> well, quote-unquote normal. I'm glad you came upon us. I wouldn't. I was doubting anyone would. You can thank the ravens for that. He'll nod slowly. Yeah, I, uh, I sincerely wish he was kidding, sir. No. <sighs> Worth considering. So, I suppose I must set back to work. See if anywhere even expects us to deliver anymore. At the very least. Uh, what called? The Blue Water Inn. Water, uh, Blue Water Inn does. Yes, she walked in outside door at some point after finishing up. Of the motions he was taking, he stops when you say that. And tilts his head to face. Did they send you here? Indeed. Shakes his head purposefully. Places a hand, his free hand to his eyes. Fucker. <laughs> All right then. Expect he'll be expecting my thanks now. Very well. I'll get Davian to set up a cart right away. Davian. Uh, yes, Dad. Set up a cart. Bring it to your brother. R right. Uh, and he carefully moves back out to the garage bay. And begins working. A bottle for you, and is there anything else other than the assistance of the raven? I'm certain we could have a trinket or two, a few bits of cash to spare. More work if you'd like it. I don't know about that, but I'm all set. Depends on the type of work. We're not exactly farmhands. It's an object. A specific don't object. exactly have time, either. If you ever come across it. I know where one may be, but the other... He holds up his hand and just kind of shapes out a generally round area about four inches across if you see a gem this big glows green bright as a torch please bring it here it's very important. i suppose we can keep an eye out that wasn't her necklace correct that wasn't no, that necklace. was blue that was blue okay there are two out there you see them that'd be most thing also out of character do we have a time limit not as far as you know per se what time limit would you have like we we, we like, want we you didn't want establish more, one we want more to have be to be to be dead 
Yes. You want him yeah. to be dead. Well, like, but but we also have like this sort of smoke screen we're under that that the yeah. loudmouthness caused. That is also fair. So. Yeah. And in general, the more we kick around causing problems, the more likely we draw a concentrated show of force. Yeah. So it's it's not an explicit time limit. But also the more levels we gain and items we get. <laughs> Which is no a legitimate thing, like your characters would understand at least you're getting more equipment. <laughs> And experience. Like, look, look, look at all the sweet loot we got from this. <laughs> yeah, this was a lot of things. <laughs> all the things that draw life force out of things, and ruin trees, and ruin lives, and make an owl. And summon <laughs> sick birds. It doesn't make an owl, it makes a rock. It, it makes an it owl makes a with a big owl. Of a rock. Oh, okay, I thought it made an actual rock. Actually, that reminds me. Uh, Grove will actually be like, Mm, I do. I do. Might sick armor. ask a bit of a trade. This oh. is gonna sound hard. We have a young one of our companions is in touch with the earth, like the people here. Would you be willing to? Would you be willing to have her help you if you could help her, Conrad? You know what I'm trying to say, right? <laughs> a few more words. She needs an example. To help her learn the right way? Are you saying I'm untrained, Travis? I'm saying you haven't been experienced to good magic, just your own magic, and you've seen bad. We need to balance that out. <laughs> like that snort. <laughs> <laughs> I snort when I laugh. It's the problem. Leary's not even there. She's upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Guys, look at this cool stuff I found in there. Oh. <laughs> Look at all this sweet swag they got. Oh, hi, oh. sir. Hides it behind her back. She's so, not a kid. What she did you ask? I sorry, I was pacing something. Uh, he was just basically like, uh, if you want help with the field, can can you give her assistance? Basically, showing her what to do with a field because she's a forest girl. It's, and I'm guessing doing some winery, they've got to at least have a little bit of green magic. So giving her a little teaching lesson. Does she know? How to grow? Yeah. Yes. Do I? Do you have a spell that helps cultivate fields? You. I have plant growth. Yeah, I do. Yep. Heck yeah. Yeah, that's why I mentioned it. I knew I remembered something. Yes. Are you literally hiring her out as a farmhand? Uh, it's how you get. It's how we do it back home. You hire them out to get better at something. I didn't learn to swing an axe by attacking things. I learned by cutting down trees. Growing plants really number one on the agenda. Uh, this would be a quick lesson. Any lesson is better than no lesson. It would take a few hours. If that is too long, I understand. Everything needs to be cared for in its own time. We have our things to take care of, and as I'm certain, it sounds like... Why don't we let her decide? <laughs> why, why, that's an interesting thought. Illyria! Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Conrad not... and Grove say that at the exact same time, like, after a moment. Illyria! <laughs> She's We're hiding upstairs because she's having this whole internal issue with bad druids and if she's really evil and all that stuff. Illyria, I do not know how to magically find someone. I can find her. One second. She's oh, not geez. a child. I'm not adventuring with a child and we're not babysitters. Try not she to can command reflex. forces that none of you understand and that I only barely understand in truth. Oh yes, let's ask Victor how that turned out by... Learning we alone not, in his basement. We're not getting into another fight immediately. 
Grove will throw up his hands and just go like you, Illyria, and then go find her. Yeah. Faustus will be gone by the time he gets back. <laughs> like, <laughs> as mean, you're leaving Faustus, I, like... I didn't expect Faustus to be the one, like, defending her. As you are leaving Faustus, uh, you hear in your mind your victor going, Was it really confusing to you? I thought he meant me. That was surprising. I didn't think they knew I did anything. It's good, though, that they don't. <laughs> it's all right. Things can continue as they were. Good, good. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, it doesn't take too far wandering off to the sides. Uh, Alir, were you just outside? No, I'm upstairs hiding, oh, upstairs. having a big, like, issue about evil druids, and is she actually evil? She's not quite sure now. Because she can do a lot of the stuff those other dudes did. Not like, you know, all, but... Conrad rocks up, detect evil. Nope, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty simple answer, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you find yourself upstairs uh, shortly, Grove, and you can, after poking around in a couple of the rooms, you find Illyria wound tightly into a ball in one of the corners. <sighs> Sits on bed, hand on shoulder. I was your age. <laughs> You're in a strange part of your life. It's weird. It's fine. What's wrong? I have a small thing to talk to you about called the killer bees and the and the horrible eating flowers. Talk to me, son. <laughs> what? That's the speech I got when I was your age. Thinks back to dad. Thinks about last memory of dad acting him. Nope. Let's not think about dad. Let's try and be normal. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's just, like, clenching his teeth. <laughs> this is me not being my father! <laughs> oh, that was a complex day. <laughs> Shit, when I clench my teeth, I sound more like my father. Fuck. Am, am I evil? Okay, and now everyone hears this big-ass fucking roar of laughter that you've probably never heard from Grove before. <laughs> <laughs> like Did someone's old, house fall down? <laughs> it sounds like a bestial roar almost for a moment there before like just this immense huff, and then it ends up just like <laughs> the axe comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Some dust shakes from the balcony. Is that what's wrong? Is that why you're here? I'm serious. I can do a lot of the things they did. And Grimhild's right. They weren't I don't know. I guess I'm concerned that I'm going to hurt people like they said I would. We'll hold up two fingers. I will tell you what Conrad will say as a church man. Now, excuse me while I get the voice right. <clears throat> because you are asking this question, you are not evil. Or something like that. And the other finger? You're fine. You're questioning. Oh, that's me, by the way. Wiggles the finger. I You've seen a bad. We found someone that might be willing to show you a little bit of good. I don't think I'm bad, I guess. It just feels like what I do could be bad. So quickly and easily. Am I bad? No. I can be very quickly and easily do bad things, as shown by the argument downstairs. How do I phrase it? Uh, James, are you sharpening an Afghan? No, that wasn't me this time. I heard that one. That was me wiping my feet off. Sorry. You know, I could just imagine Grove sharpening a knife while he's having this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I can you know very easily do something terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the call for evil is always present. Sometimes you just gotta fight the beast within, you know? 
that's a good card. I want to learn that card. Destroy target pro No. If you're like... Everyone's got that voice inside them. <laughs> that was a misunderstanding. I don't want Grimhild to want to kill me. I know I won't make it. She's far too good. She's not as good as she thinks she is. I'll be the one to kill you. Don't worry about that. Pat on the head. Okay. If I ever go evil, I do. Kills me. Same here. And you can take care of the dog afterwards. He's clean, right? She got all that blood off him. He shook. It's fine. He's not stepping on the off the bed. <sighs> What's going on downstairs? They're here. The uh, the the owners are here, and they have an offer. But we wanted to find you for you to make your own decision in front of everybody in a group committee, like they do in the city. Kind of wrinkle their nose. City committee. <laughs> I convinced Conrad that you can have the trinket, oh, but... Which trinket? What trinket? Oh, the trinkets that we found out in the woods on a couple of dead people. I, I, liked, I liked the hairpiece. Well, you'll get to use them if I believe I expressed my feelings correctly, but the moment you misuse them, he'll be uh, forceful with his hand. He'll break them. I don't them. want to misuse anything. Well, then you'll know when you do. I'll kind of shrug and follow him downstairs then. I did it. What? <laughs> no, he just says that when everyone comes up, like, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> like, poses and then goes back to the corner and sits with the dog and scratches it. Did you come so to we'll get him like, what then? What do you have that you want me to use? He suggested the use of helping you cultivate our fields, both for our benefit and for skills for you. I don't know what I could teach, though I would appreciate I can... I can make things overgrown very quickly. Or if I spend my time doing it, I can make, I don't know, a half mile each way better? <laughs> That'd be far more than I would expect otherwise. It'll take eight hours, but I can make your farm work again. Like nowhere else in Innistrad works. That would be quite a doing. I am uncertain if anyone could do that exactly in this land. But... For even the attempt, I would be very great. That said, you owe us nothing. I this like is... helping people. Then that makes you an odd one here. That's not bad. I would appreciate. But it sounds like you might have plans otherwise. I don't wish to be in the way of anything. You have once again done us a great service. Max, out of character, would you be willing to do the, what is it called, plant growth? A smaller version that doesn't do as good as it would be if I did for eight hours? Like if I did two hours or something? Not really. Okay. Just kind of, it takes a long time to enrich Earth. Oh, yeah. That's a difficult thing to do. Like, making yeah. something explosively vegetate, like, that's an effort, but that's Easy something you can do. Easy bang that out in a, in yeah. a weekend. <laughs> Easy bang yeah. that out with just some simple four mana, get yourself a bing bang boom. But if you're yeah. wanting to actually, like, enrich land so that it's good for a while, yeah. that's, a, that's a time investment. It is. We'd also get a long rest because it would be night and we could chill uh, out of Winery. Afterwards, yeah, you probably would need to long rest. Uh, that itself would not count as a long rest. That is work the entire time. Yeah, it's but... working for eight hours, yeah. I mean, if y'all want to do a long rest here, I can do that. If not, it's also fine. I would actually appreciate a long rest before we go to the next spot. <laughs> I don't know about the other or... people, but I'm out of magics. <laughs> I mean, we're stopping by the town first, but if we do the long rest here, we want to do it back in town. Okay with doing a long rest. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's and fine. can 
Illyria take a long rest while we like carry her back to town. <laughs> I mean, if I sit here for eight hours and do this... That will be, like, you're in, like, let's see, so let's see, took hours for rest, about an hour for all your fighting and talking put together, then, like, four, a little less than four hours for travel. Hey, I I got an idea. You know what that guy's not going to need for a while? A cart to carry the wine he can't make for months. (laughs) So it's, like, what? Well, actually, they're sending a delivery out. So we can just have her, like, we can throw down a bedroll on barrels, and it won't be very comfortable. It'll probably cause a rest, right? Yeah, I was muted while so, I was trying to explain it that so way. So it's I like, say, like, if we do this for eight hours, it'll probably be night, and then we'll all sleep. Yeah, you're currently at, like, around 1.30 p.m. If you spend okay. the eight hours, send you straight to darkness, which is, like, not terrible, because, but at the same time is a little more hazardous to travel in for most things. But yeah, no, if I do this, it'll be night, and then we sleep, and then we leave... And everybody has all their magics, and we did something nice. I'm down for helping these people. Because this is something Grove would do with his fucked up morality system, as we've noticed today. Where's Axe? What does Nick feel? Nick is dead. Um, well, he's not going to travel alone. If everyone wants to stay, he'll stay. Um, yeah. I mean, it is a little awkward for him right now. <laughs> but... Uh... He will, he will otherwise bask in the way that only the truly uh, self-righteous can uh, until he <laughs> have to live. And only the Boros way can. And if we're going to do that, she'll make arrangements with um, the main leader dude about setting a place where she can sort of just sit for eight hours and like just ooze green mana. Oh, excuse me. I messed up some of my names here. The man is Davian. When he referred to Davian. his son, it was someone else. It was okay. Adrian. Excuse me. That's fine. Um, I just, I need somewhere to sit and not really be, bo- not bothered, but just not be an issue to other people. They can't do much to me, but I won't respond. Would you like to see something? Of course. He makes a motion for you to follow him and begins walking outside along the trail out into the one field that still seems green not necessarily lush but still filled with great plants still alive still growing as he wanders through the rain-soaked field comes across an area near the center of it and you can see coming from the ground a light it emanates out about 10 feet brightly it's green bright green over there there is a gem about the size of a pine cone and brilliant green. It's almost blinding to look directly at it. Is he giving me a mock emerald? This is what lets these plants grow. This forest is harsh. It is not meant. There are places here that are. Grapes like strange places. But not this place. We were blessed with these. There were three. Then there were two. Now there's one. It needs to stay here. But of any place of power, of any place to rest, of any place to feel young and strong. She'll nod and sort of go over and start making a place to sit near it. If you need anything, we'll send Adrian or Elvira out. It will be very long, at least nightfall, before I can run to any. I'll have one of them come out to talk about the land. I don't know if it will help, but I suggested that we impart our wisdom with you as well. She'll nod and sit down and go to, like, not sleep for eight hours. Let's sit here and just exude green mana and make everything in a half-mile radius of her enriched and do twice as much bounty for a year. Damn! You set your hands gently against the ground. 
And you can feel from the moment they touch the spider webbing energy as it pours from your fingertips, branching like webs, like trees, like spiders, like rivers, like the land, like the creatures, like the plants. It's slow. It needs to grow, as all things need to grow. So you sit and you wait. What does everyone else do for their eight hours? Faust is because yeah. Kevin's yeah. a sleepy man. Kevin yep. needs to go to sleep soon. <laughs> we can, we're wrapping up soon. So. Yeah. Uh, Faust is going to find a time to go talk to Nick when he's away from everybody. Yeah. Um, so he, you know, he's outside throwing knives at a tree. Appears to be his usual, uh, you know, sort of entertainment activity for him, apparently. Sometimes the bagpipes? That's healthy. That's a good release. Nah, I might fuck up uh, at least concentration. <laughs> but I mean, uh, once I go down, it's pretty much you can't interact with me, as far as I can tell. He'll, come, a joke there. he'll go over and uh, stand next to Nick, watch him for a minute. You're right. You know, what they did was pretty sick. I didn't come here to murder, but I guess maybe that's not what I really want to get at here. All right, so what do you want to get at? I'm sorry. I really am. I know you probably hate me, but I'm sorry. And this is going to sound really stupid, and I know how stupid it sounds, but there's a chance after all of this I can make it right. And I can't tell you how or why, but I might be able to make it right. I don't... I don't hate you. <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't even hate her or what's left of, you know, her memory, so to speak. You know, I, uh, it's just, it's, um, it's just a little hard being reminded sometimes. I guess lofty goals aside, that's really why I'm here. Cause <laughs> I just can't, uh, can't put it away. And uh, Mauer, I don't know, maybe getting rid of him will help. I hope so. We're going to do it anyway. I should have stood up for you. She scares me, though. I expect maybe someday sooner rather than later, all you're going to find of me is a blood stain where I was sleeping. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know how things isn't always as easy as you get killed because someone, the person who killed you, is totally in the wrong. There's always a little bit of something you did in circumstances like that. And I hope that's not the case. I hope that's not why you're scared or at least wary. Uh, but this talk of making it right when it can't be, that's not helping. You're right. Just good luck. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to need it. And he'll walk away. Like as he goes around the corner, <laughs> Grimhild's there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, in the like spooky horror movie way. <laughs> um, it plays like, like, like she's she's still got wet hair, so she's got it like hanging down in front of her face, like a creepy <laughs> fucking J horror movie. Blonde, <laughs> so a little different, but yeah. Faustus, yes. Sword. I believe it's best that it's used. I never met your wife, so I can't speak for what she would think. I can promise you that. After we kill Mauer or one of us dies, I'll return it to you. Well, if I die, I can't return it to you, but you can take it off my corpse. It leave should, it with you. Right. It should be used. And frankly, you use it as well as she did. Maybe better. Keep it clean. Let me know if it needs work, and I'll work on it. And yes, please return it to me. 
peanuts. And if possible, if, say, something like that was to happen again, could you maybe use your other sword? He looks thoughtful for a second. I know it's kind no, of... No, I understand. Thank you. Leave the dirty work to dirty blades. Thank you. Yeah. And he'll nod. And head off. Head off. They'll <laughs> be with the awkwardly walk away. Just walking off the direction. Oh, oh God, even worse than when they walk in the same yeah. direction. <laughs> so you're going to the farmhouse, too. I just remembered I had to do something at the other end of the field. <laughs> <laughs> Run into the Damn. random girl glowing green. Doesn't respond to when you talk to her. Should I talk to you Finally. now or save it for another episode? I'd save it for right now. Save it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, she's probably... Um, hmm. Did anyone else have any particular sweeping things before uh, the eight-hour period of time passing? I just have a couple notes. I wanted I wanted to wash Grove's dog. He's probably... I mean, sure. It, it's a blast. He enjoys it. He, like, is wagging nonstop and, like, shakes off constantly far too much. You get it all over yourself. Is it bad manners to climb a family tree? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I mean, they're not like family trees. They're house trees. They're used. They're ma- they're planted for a purpose. They're not an aesthetic. Okay, then Grove is going to get on top of the tree and find Illyria and bring the dog. Like, just don't break the tree. Nah, he's just going to find like a nook and have the dog and him rest up there for the rest of the time while watching Illyria. Great. Um, Does that mean I don't watch the dog? Or do you wait till the dog is washed? dog is washed and he's up there air drying on a branch. Okay. The bright sun. Did you uh, see the bright sun? And anything in particular from Conrad? Nope. I've spoken my piece. Okay. So, as time goes by, the family resumes repairing their vineyard. They offer you amenities, whatever food they had available. It's not much. It's cured meats. and uh, The two sons get together to go out hunting. They make you promises that tomorrow they'll help carry you back to town on the cart. Some of you might have to walk alongside. You have that large horse ears, though. Should be able to get you all back. You sit there. The storm lightens up. The clouds don't leave. They never leave in Sensia. Overhead, as the sun grows low, you can see the flaps of a large creature off in the distance. Not heading this way, just flying along the mountain range. Its scales are beautiful at this time. Scintillating colors. The dragon dives down, leaving... A rainbow of purple and green and red. It sinks below the tree line and comes up. You can see something writhing in its grasp, furry, from this distance. Sails off. The sun continues to set. Dinner is moderate but served. And everyone waits for Leary to finish. That's what I'll call it and end the session for now. Cool. Yay! Come go to sleep. <laughs> yep, I'm going to go to sleep. Uh, thanks for that episode. That's, I think, honestly, one of the best... Not just of this game, but one of the best episodes we've done, period. Oh, well, thank you. Super fun. It was, it was pretty great. A lot of good uh, back, backstory and emotional stuff. Oh, God, there's some shit coming up that I'm so excited for. Oh, boy. I love I love that this is, like, I know that you've done a lot of work on it, but, like, written module, and it's got, like, we're, we're, I think we're pretty much killing it in terms of role-playing. Yeah. Oh, I, I've still got a secret. Like, drama. I still got a secret drama weapon I haven't dropped on you guys yet. I can't wait. Ooh. I never, I never revealed my flaw. See, I can't Ooh, wait. Nice. I, I wasn't expecting this episode to like have the oh shit, am I evil conversation, but it was coming. I mean, the moment you run into druids <laughs> and evil shit, yeah, because you were really, you basically lived in a bubble, and now it's like, oh fuck. There are two uh, ways Grimhild would answer that. 
Are you dead? Yes, <laughs> yes I am dead. <laughs> well, then I guess you were evil. <laughs> and maybe we'll have the same parallel when uh, Faustus sees an evil wizard. Nope. nope. Oh, wait, yeah, no, he did that. <laughs> nope, already like, confident. Oh, cool. Perfectly, Let's be perfectly confident. God, I'm so excited for like the next two episodes. I just know things that are going to happen. And I'm the so next, excited. The next two? Oh, jeez. This is going to be a lot. I don't, consider, I don't think the two events that I'm going to think are coming up are going to happen all at once. All right, I'm going to head out for the night. Good night, all. Good night. Thanks for the game. And thanks right. for everything. Thank you. I'm going to kill the broadcast if anyone else has anything else. Oh, uh, yeah. Good night, Internet. 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 Good night, Internet.